This is the NTT IndyCar Series. From the Iowa Speedway in Newton, Iowa. You realize how good something is until you don't get to go back. And certainly last season on 2021, I think we all missed racing at Iowa. One of my favorite racetracks. I mean, a really short oval, extremely challenging. And it's bumpy. There's patches on the bottom lanes. But really, it, it opens up opportunity. It's such a great place for us to race. I think short track racing is awesome for IndyCar. With live flag-to-flag coverage, this is the IndyCar Radio Network. Uh, for the second straight week, the NTT IndyCar Series returns to a venue that wasn't on the schedule a year ago. Iowa Speedway has hosted IndyCar since 2007. Thanks to Hy-Vee and Penske Entertainment, Iowa Speedway returns with a bang, a doubleheader. Today, it's the Hy-Vee Deals 200, uh, 250, we should say, presented by DoorDash. Let's not waste any time. Let's set the stage for today's race by welcoming in our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton. And Davey, just like last week, you're doing double duty, handling the fastest seat in sports for Mario. What are these drivers about to face here at Iowa Speedway? Well, as we know, it's really hot down here, Mark. I mean, that's the first thing you're going to face is a lot of heat, and, and this is a 250-lap grueling race. But this track, I mean, it's a 7-8 mile, super fast, high-bank, short-track oval. And, and one thing about it, no time to relax, Mark. I mean, they're going to be in lap traffic the entire time. These tires, uh, d- the degradation of these tires is not good. I mean, about after 10 laps, the car starts sliding around. It's going to be a fantastic race. That's why these drivers get paid the big bucks, Mark. Uh, from a strategic standpoint, uh, you have a choice between a two-stop and a three-stop uh, strategy, and uh, a lot of folks in qualifying talking about that three-stop strategy, especially those at the rear of the field, but as you suggest, they're going to want new tires as quickly as they can get them. Yeah, you know, I think tires are going to play such a big factor. I think that uh, you know, within 10 laps, you're going to start dropping speed, and you could drop up to 15 to 20 miles an hour per lap, so that three-stop strategy as a driver, that's what I want to pick, because that means I could go better. I don't have to just try to survive around here. It means I can be a little more aggressive with those new tires. And that extra stop, you should be able to make up a lot of time with those new tires. But Mark, it all depends on yellows. If yellows fall, they could go straight green, white, checkered. They could have a loads of yellow. We just don't know. And, and you know, when yellows fall, people tend to want to pit and we'll just have to see what that strategy brings. And that's one great thing about oval racing. So many strategies and so many different opportunities to try to win this race. Well, you talk about pit strategy and when to stop. Obviously, that uh, decision becomes clearer if there is a caution, but if not, you really got to be careful in terms of timing that stop because turning 18-second laps here with a very long pit road, boy, you can you can get behind in a hurry. Yeah, you, you can lose three laps on pit road by making a pit stop. When the cars are out there green and you come to pit, it could be a three-lap difference. And so what we've seen happen before, dominant cars, Mark, going around here dominating this place, they these guys start pitting. And the leader still stays on the track. A yellow comes out, and then what happens? You're 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 just stuck as a leader because now your laps down. You can't make them up on your pit stop. So um, you're right. You want to pit, I think, as early as you possibly can, not to get yourself in that predicament. If you're a leader, if you're not a leader, why not try to gamble? Gamble that three stop strategy. Come out. Try to even though you know your laps down, knowing that you're going to the leader is still. You know you could get ahead of him. You could get way ahead of him as well by pitting, not not pitting under the. Green.
green. Uh, well, you know, we, we talked to uh, a couple of drivers that, uh, that that said, you know, what you have is what you have. And uh, I guess that was the mindset uh, because of the way the schedule was structured this weekend. I mean, quite frankly, not a lot of time to do any fine-tuning, especially today. I think uh, Takuma Sato said uh, it's a little early in the morning to come to the racetrack and run 190 mile an hour right away. <laughs> yeah, how about that? You wake up in the morning, have a little breakfast, and get in a race car with no laps, and you go out and lay a qualifying lap down a 178 mile an hour average. You're exactly right. They're hitting 100, 190 miles an hour down the straightaway. What a way to wake up, right? I mean, these guys are truly professional. That is not easy to do, to get out of a car the day before. Track conditions were so much different and just get in a car and absolutely hang it out and lay it on the line. And a few of these guys got really woke up because they had a handful. I talked to Arenas VK. We seen he get he got sideways down in three and four, had to have those quick hands to save that car. So, uh, you know, drivers like that not being able to change their car, this is an impound race, Mark. So the way they qualify, they can make some wing adjustments, but that's it. But no wholesale adjustments on these cars. you got to start them the way you qualify them. Uh, lastly, a lot of drivers posting on social media after qualifying that they headed to the infield right away and jumped in the ice bath. Uh, you heard Connor Daly talk about it, even as solid of a run as he has had in qualifying and where he's going to start today and for the second half of the doubleheader tomorrow. A lot of these guys not looking forward to dealing with this heat today, although a lot of cloud cover right now, which is going to help some. Yeah, you know, you just have to get used to it. And one thing about being an athlete, you have to be prepared in all kinds of conditions. And one thing, one, one thing that is, Mark, is, you know, you might as well be in the heat. You might as well try to work out in the heat. And these guys have done that. But once you get into the race car and not getting a lot of airflow, they have cool suits. We know we just talked about that. That helps these drivers out. But that's just for the suit. That keeps your body cool, which is very, very important. But the helmet just has air blowing into it. And this is like blowing air out of an oven onto your head. So uh, it's going to be not only a mental uh, game, it's a physical game. And so uh, those two have to work together for these drivers to be able to pull it off today. Well, brother, uh, you'll, enjoy the, you'll, you'll enjoy the booth after you finish your duties of the fastest seat in sports. And we'll look for Forward to you joining us shortly after the green flag. Yeah, flies. I look forward to it. Just, just know that I am sweating right now, so you might want to sit back just a little ways <laughs> before I cool off in there. And, uh, and I'm uh, proud to take uh, Brian Kelly for the ride. He's our two-seater rider uh, with uh, Florida Georgia Line, so it's going to be exciting to give him a little ride. Tonight. And they, of course, doing the post-race concert tonight after Tim McGraw performed earlier today to a great crowd here at Iowa Speedway. Time now for the HPD Engineering Update with Michael Young. We're with Wayne Gross, the manager of trackside support for Honda, and our HPD engineering update. Looking back just one weekend ago, what a fantastic weekend, not only for Honda, but Scott Dixon setting yet another milestone. Yeah, absolutely. It was good to get back to our winning ways with a good weekend in Toronto. Uh, Honda won two. Obviously, Scott coming through and winning goodness, 18 years in a row now and tying Mario's record. So overall, just a great weekend for Honda and HPD. And just really good credit to everyone back at HPD, keeping their heads down and getting back to winning races. Yet another fantastic milestone for Honda, not only to be with Scott Dixon, but the legendary name of Mario Andretti to be associated with that. What does it mean as an organization having as many milestones as you have to be able to support yet another? I think it just shows the credit of, you know, HPD of our, our years and our success. And obviously, Scott just, you know, be still uh, still getting after and still winning races. I think it's just exciting. He's got many more, I think, in, in his pocket. And we'll hope to be there, uh, push them to the, to the finish line. It's been quite a run. Best of luck today. Yes, thank you. That's Wayne Gross. He is the manager of Trackside Support here at Honda. And it's the HPD Engineering Update. And we will hear uh, from your pole sitter and a couple of other of the front runners for today's race when we come back. Uh, let's hear from some of the drivers that will start toward the front. Let's first welcome in Michael Young, who's with uh, that talented rookie, David Malukas. 
David Malukas will roll off in the outside of row number three today. Looking back on qualifying the heat that we had this morning, what do you expect going into the race today? Um, I expect it to be really good. You know, yesterday in practice, all we really did the whole session was make sure that the, the race running was going to be good. The tires can last. We did a full stint on them, and everything went very smoothly. We actually went above and beyond on what we actually needed to do on the tires. So I'm looking very happy into this. And, you know, we have to do an impound for the qualifying. So And race trim was very good. There was a lot of understeer for qualifying, but for the race, I can definitely will be complain. I don't need to complain about that. It's good. Well, we talked about the use of the tools during qualification. How much are you anticipating having to use those? tools in the race today oh it's going to be a lot of course you know depending if you know if there's a car in front of me i'm definitely going to have a lot more understeer and let's say they go in for a pit then all of a sudden it's going to be more on the oversteer end so it's going to have to be on top of it but like i said in practice we, we practice all about it and yeah i mean coming from qualifying it was a lot of understeer but thankfully we can't make any changes but we can't do wing changes so that'll fix that right up for us it's going to be fun to watch we wish you all the best today thank you david malukas will roll off on the outside of row number three a uh, former pole sitter here who's had a pretty good weekend thus far. Backed it up with uh, a third best in qualifying. Talking about the driver of the number 20 pit dial machine. Jake Query's caught up with Connor Daly. Connor Daly will start third in this race number one here at the Iowa Speedway. And the Bitnile machine certainly was fast in qualifying. Question, I guess, is what do we expect here over the course of what should be a crazy race this afternoon? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's a great question because I don't really remember a time where we've raced in this level of heat. It's always been hot at Iowa, but you know, we've also done a lot of night racing here. So um, tires are going to be the you know the, the the one key factor. I mean, is it a two-stop race for fuel? Yeah. But, I mean, even Ed last night was saying we could see four stops because if the tires go off a cliff, you know, three, four seconds, five seconds, and you can shorten up those stints and go really quick, you never know. So the guys at the front, you know, we're going to have to be reacting to the guys at the rear, right? Like, we're going to try to go as hard, as long as we can at the beginning, but if those guys are starting to undercut and go real quick, you know, you don't want to get jumped. So it's a real interesting strategic race, and we'll just have to kind of see how it plays out. Humid with the heat index over 100. We know what that does to tires. What does it do to driver? Man, it's just really hard in this era of Indy car racing. I mean, the cars are so hot and there's just no airflow. And actually, you know, under yellow is almost the worst part. You need the rest physically if there's a yellow, but then there's no air movement at all. So, uh, you know, I've done a lot of the races this year where my visor are completely open just to try to get air movement. Here, it's a little tougher because you're doing over 150, 170 miles an hour. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, we're going we're gonna to have the cool shirt in there. And we're just going to try to get the race done as quick as possible. <laughs> Best of luck in keeping that 20 car up front. Thank you, man. It's Connor Daly. And to no one's surprise, if you follow this series at all, a familiar pole sitter, both here and in a lot of other places. Michael Young caught up with uh, has caught up with Will Powers. He gets set to lead the field to the green flag today. It's amazing. The poor poor Mario Andretti is under assault. Scott Dixon ties him for second most wins just one week ago, and now you're one pole away from tying him for all-time poles. What an accomplishment for you! Congratulations. Yeah, amazing. I just you know would never have thought at the beginning of my career that I be up with names like Mario Andretti and it's just okay it's just it's just unbelievable um I've still got to get one or two more but um it's just cool to be out there and obviously have a great car and I've uh, been trying to win this race for a long time so this is putting us in the best possible position for the start of both races so we'll see what we got obviously the pole position today you've sat on the pole before what will be the key for you to get your first victory here in Iowa what were you missing in the past and what have you learned to give yourself that advantage today I think it's just traffic running and you know how 
much risk are you willing to take to pit early to, to gain positions? Like that's that's a tough thing. Yeah, a lot of people that have nothing to lose that will pit early, so that's going to be our game. I mean, we'll be watching the championship contenders and kind of queue off them. You guys are so good with tire degradation and managing that tire degradation. Do you have a feel for when these tires start to fall off, and do you already are are you already starting to think about what your game plan will be? Yeah, I mean, ten laps in, you they're starting to go. I mean, yeah, that's our strength is our consistency over a run. So I feel like I don't know what other people have, but uh, yes, based on the test and yesterday, I feel like I can be pretty consistent. So we'll see what happens. Best of luck today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. NTT IndyCar Series moving full ahead with uh, full speed ahead uh, in the race for equality and change. Time now to check in with Louisa Maser in this week's segment of On Track with Diversity presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker, HR and benefits consultant. IndyCar returns to the fastest, shortest track on the planet this weekend at Iowa Speedway. To give you an insider look at all the action, we chat with General Manager Ann Fishgren. There's so much excitement leading towards the high V IndyCar race weekend at Iowa Speedway. As the only woman promoting a racetrack, tell us about how your experience has been so far. Words can't describe it, honestly. I, I even just stuttered there because I didn't know how to how to express it. Um, IndyCar travels to 17 races across the country each year, and I feel so honored and excited to be representing uh, IndyCar and our company and being here at Iowa Speedway to put on this amazing event. How are you treating this experience different than the other 17 races that we have this season? When IndyCar goes into market, we work with a local organization that's putting on the event who's responsible for ticket sales and marketing and ensuring the facilities up and running. And my day-to-day with them is making sure that IndyCar is ready to race on that on that race surface. And in this role at Iowa Speedway, my team and I are making sure that we're selling the tickets, we're marketing in the community, we're responsible for the sponsors, we're making sure the venue's up and ready. It involves so many more things than just when IndyCar normally comes into the race market for our company and, and for what we're doing as a team here in Iowa. On Track with Diversity is brought to you by Gallagher. For 95 years in communities across the globe, Gallagher's insurance, risk management, and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence. Gallagher, to learn more, visit Visit AJG.com. Uh, well, we mentioned while Davey Hamilton is handling the fastest seat in sports, we, till, we still have time for a minute with Mario, presented by Ruoff Morgans. This week, the legendary Mario Andretti talks about his favorite trophy, other than the Borg Warner, of course. And Mario Andretti fills us in on his favorite city to visit. Probably Venice, only because it's so different. Everything, everything that happens in Venice is different. You know how you go about uh, even just going out to dinner and everything. It's just something like that. You know, uh, as far as uh, favorite cities, I've been fortunate enough to have been visiting. You know, many. You know, the international, the Paris, the London, the Rome's, and all that, and. And uh, so it's really difficult, but uh, I'll pick Venice. Well, probably the World Championship trophy, no question. Uh, I mean, it was uh, probably my most ambition, my biggest ambition, uh, or my biggest goal, I should say, when I was just a young lad to try to pursue. And uh, when I did that, and and then clinching it in Italy, of all places, you know, where I saw my very first Grand Prix in Monza at age 14 so when I look at that it's uh, you know it's truly truly a dream come true there 
A minute with Mario presented by Ruoff Mortgage for a fast mortgage process. Apply online at Ruoff.com. It is time to go trackside. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise and remove your hats as the Iowa National Guard presents our nation's colors. Please remain standing as sports chaplain for Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Chris Barr, offers today's invocation. Thank you, Lord, for planting seeds of dreams in the hearts of your children. Here in Iowa, our slice of heaven, you reveal that hard work teamed with faith leads to a harvest. All who have been gifted passion for racing and music have come together in unity for a special experience. Thank you for the champion spirit to compete for the top prize. We cannot run the race and win without you. But with you, we have the victory because it's already been won. Have your hand of protection on our drivers and teams. Thank you, Lord, for making dreams come true at our homegrown Iowa Speedway. Bless the hearts of our Hy-Vee family that inspire and encourage us all to make a difference in the way we serve and love others. We give you all the honor and glory in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Here to honor America with the singing of our national anthem, please welcome winner of The Voice Season 20, Cam Anthony. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh, Say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free? Comes your way at just past the top of the hour. Green flag scheduled for 3.06 local time. When we come back, we'll recap an interesting Indy Lights race earlier today. And welcome in, Nick Yolman. 
Uh, one race already in the books and an interesting finish. Nick Yeoman, who's high atop the start-finish line here, keeping an eye on the backstretch for us for the NTT IndyCar Series. But Nick, uh, a rather disjointed, rather interesting finish to the NTT Lights, uh, the, to the Indy Lights race uh, earlier today. Yeah, it was uh, one I think we're going to be talking about for a while. A 75-lapper here at Iowa Speedway. The first two-thirds of the race dominated by Hunter McElroy, who scored his very first Indy Lights win at Mid-Ohio a couple weeks ago. On a late restart, though, McElroy spun the tires, and that allowed points leader Linus Lundquist and a hard-charging Matthew Brabham to both both get past. And in the final 15-20 laps, we saw a tremendous duel between Brabham and Lundquist. It spilled over at the exit of turn number two. Matthew Brabham tried to make a pass on the outside. Linus Lundquist shoved him up into the wall and appeared to have gone on to win the race. But after Lundquist crossed the start-finish line first and Brabham uh, fell back to the fourth position, race control gave uh, Linus Lundquist a three-spot penalty for avoidable contact, and that all of a sudden handed the race win to Hunter McElray and gave us one of the more bizarre victory lane interviews we've seen in Indy Lights. Well, Hunter McElray, how are your legs today? Can you climb another step? Because you just won this race. Yeah, well, that was a wild finish, man. Um, obviously, we dominated the whole weekend, so uh, we should have been here, but I, I really screwed up that last restart, which was annoying, but man, I got lucky with it today. You know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie, I, I really think Brabham deserved more there, but overall, I'm happy to take what you can get in this game, man. So I'll take that for sure. Back-to-back wins, all right. Yeah, win is a win. Walk us through that restart. What happened? I don't even know, honestly. Um, I just... I felt like I got a good jump, and then, um, I, I don't know, I must have got up in the marbles or what, but I just didn't expect it. To, I almost crashed, so uh, frustrating for sure, but uh, I got lucky today, so I still want to make sure I know what happened for future, but I'll take it. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, with that penalty, Hunter McElroy, your winner here at Iowa. So, Nick Yeoman, to the task at hand, a doubleheader weekend, the Hy-Vee Deals uh, 250 presented by DoorDash. I mean, let's face it, Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, Penske flexing a lot of muscle here as uh, they have three of the top five starting positions. Yeah, and we expected that coming into this weekend, Mark. All of these teams had a chance to test about a month ago here at Iowa Speedway, and it's just about all the words that snuck out of the paddock were that Team Penske, who's always looked strong here at Iowa Speedway, looked even stronger. So, yeah, Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin is up there in the top 10 as well. I think we expect, Mark, Chevrolet to be really strong here at Iowa Speedway. They took the top five spots in qualifying, but I think everybody is circling Newgarden and Powers, the two guys to beat today. Yeah, a driver that is impressed throughout the course of the weekend did not get pole. He had the top spot for a while. Uh, he's a former pole sitter here. I mean, a lot of spring in the step of Connor Daly. Yeah, that bit now Chevrolet's been strong. There's no doubt about it. Was a second quick in practice yesterday and then grabbing the third qualifying position for this race. He's going to be starting up front for the race tomorrow as well. So this is a big weekend for Connor Daly. It wasn't a good start to the season, but in the second half of the season, he's kind of been the one for Ed Carpenter Racing, Mark, who has kind of asserted himself as Renus VK has kind of fallen back to the pack. So for those Connor Daly fans, we know there's a bunch of them that have made their way from Indianapolis over here to Iowa. They've got a lot to root for. Connor looks like, Mark, he's got a legit chance at his first career IndyCar win today. A 26-car field, and when we come back, uh, we'll get the command. And we will also introduce you to the 26th car, 26 car field set to roll off the grid today at the HyVDeals.com 250. We pause 10 seconds for staged identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. 
Last time we were here, a doubleheader, in fact, as Joseph Newgarden and Simon Pagino both went to victory lane. Most wins here, Joseph Newgarden, 3, 16, 19, 20. Ryan Hunter Ray with three wins here as well. Again, first race here in 2007. Let's go trackside. Hy-V IndyCar Race Weekend fans, are you ready? Here to the, give the command for the HyVDeals.com 250 presented by DoorDash. Please welcome Iowa Hawkeyes women's basketball point guard and Big Ten Player of the Year, Caitlin Clark. Drivers, star your engines. Here's today's NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup. Row 13. Dalton Kellett, Canada. Helio Castroneves, Brazil. Row 12. Kyle Kirkwood, United States. Ed Carpenter, United States of America. Row 11. Callum Eilert, United Kingdom. Simon Paginot, France. Row 10. Christian Lundgaard, Denmark. Alexander Rossi, United States. Row 9. Devlin DeFrancesco, Canada. Colton Herta, United States. Row 8. Graham Rahal, United States of America. Jimmy Johnson, United States. Row 7. Alex Pelot, Spain. Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Row 6. Marcus Eriksson, Sweden. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Row 5. Romain Grosjean, France. Takuma Sato, Japan. Row 4. Rinus VK, the Netherlands. Jack Harvey, United Kingdom. Row 3. David Malukas, United States. Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand. Row 2. Patricio Award, Monterey, Mexico. Connor Daly, United States. On the outside of row one. Joseph Dugarden, United States. And starting on the pole. Will Power, Australia. There you have it, the starting lineup for today's race, the high deals.com 250. Going to be a hot one, and uh, keeping us abreast of what's going on on pit road should be a busy day. We hope it's a safe one down there. Let's find out what Jake Query is going to be following today. Jake? Mark, thank you so much. I will be monitoring the north end of pit road here, which features Connor Daly, who starts this race, of course, in third, but then also David Malukas, that upstart rookie who starts sixth. One of the storylines that should be interesting. Ed Carpenter had mentioned after qualifying that once they qualified their cars, really wing adjustments are the only thing that they could change in terms of their setup. So there are some who may not have qualified well for this race, but Mark, that doesn't mean they're not set to race well in this race. We shall see, in particular with those cars out of the Chip Ganassi stable, what that means as they try to pick their way into the top ten and work their way towards the front of the field. Speaking of the front of the field, it's towards the front end, if you will, moving to the south of Pitt Road, where we find Michael Young. Well, good afternoon, Jake Query. A beautiful day here in Newton, Iowa, albeit very hot. The meteorologists finally got one right, only they got it right on the hottest day of the year here in Newton. 98 is our ambient temperature. Track temperature is 127. It may drop as the afternoon progresses and that sun begins to set. I'll keep my eye on not only Will Power, but Joseph Newgarden. Those Petsky guys know how to do it. Tire degradation is going to be the key. We're going to keep our eye on who comes in early, who comes in late, who plays 
plays the game right. Pato Award also on my end of pit lane. Some of those championship contenders going to be a great one today. Back in Iowa, Mark Chains. And again, let's hope for a good safe day for everyone, especially you, Michael Young and Jake Query. And uh, if you see anybody down there on pit road today getting particularly creative in terms of how they keep themselves and the driver's cool, please feel free to let us know so we can pass it along. One to go at the line, Nick Yeoman. You're high atop the start-finish line here at uh, Iowa Speedway. And uh, a nice crowd has filed in here. They enjoyed the Tim McGraw concert earlier. And they have settled in now and ready to enjoy the NTT IndyCar Series. Yep, big salute to the Midwestern supermarket chain, Hy-Vee, who has come on board to sponsor this IndyCar race weekend. It has added a ton of buzz to this race weekend. Lots of fans here enjoying some racing, some music, and some warm weather here at Iowa Speedway. The field's starting to stack up, Mark, in turn number two. A pair of Penske Chevrolets on that front row. One of the qualifying masters, Will Power, and a two-time IndyCar Series champion, Joseph Newgarden. Right behind him, some hungry lions like Connor Day looking looking for his first win. And Pato Award trying to stay in this championship hunt. Here comes the field, Mark James, out of turn three and four. Power, Newgarden, Daly, Award, McLaughlin, Mamoukas in the first three rows as they come off of turn number four, looking for the sign from the starters. The stand it is out, and the race is underway. Will Power takes the early lead into turn number one. Joseph Newgarden's going to hang it on the outside, but he will lose that top spot to Will Power. Further back, big mover Marcus Erickson. He's swinging by cars left and right. The Indy 500 champion is already into the top eight, but Mark, the battle is for third as Pato Award swings to the outside of Connor Daly. Yeah, Connor Daly slowed a bit, had to climb back into it. That opened the door to the high side for Pato Award. Looks like Daly's going to hold on to P3 for now. Will Power is flat checked out after just one lap. He advanced about eight car lengths over Joseph Newgarden. Then it's Daly, Award, and Scott McLaughlin, the top five through turn three. A little bit further back. Looks like Jack Harvey starting to pedal a little bit. He goes to the bottom side of Rena's VK. They're side-by-side to the start-finish line. Jack Harvey with the advantage to the bottom of the racetrack. Only lap number three, but the elbow's getting wide. Jack Harvey certainly moved up the racetrack, but give Rena's VK some credit. He is hanging on the outside. He gets a strong run down the backstretch. They're still wheel-to-wheel. It is VK on the outside, Jack Harvey on the bottom. Battle for seventh, and they are still tugging at it. And Rita's VK looks like he's going to grab the spot, Nick. Does he slide in front of him in turn one? He will. That'll allow Jack Harvey to get right back in line. Right behind Harvey was that big mover. Again, Marcus Erickson flat jumped on the start mark. He picked off about four or five cars. He'll settle in right behind Jack Harvey. Behind him, fellow Swede Felix Rosenquist. Elio Castro Nevis is plus three since the start. He was awfully frustrated after qualifying. Meanwhile, will power a comfortable advantage. Joseph Newgarden starting to fade a bit in second place. Connor Daly trying to draw a beat on him. Yep, Daly about four or five car lengths back in that two-toned blue Chevrolet for Ed Carpenter Racing. It's got gold accents on it as well as they roar out of turn number four. Daly about a five car length disadvantage to Joseph Newgarden to turn one. Rosenquist is trying to grab that ninth spot back from Erickson. He's listed as having done so, but Erickson comes storming back to the high side in two. They are side by side out of turn two, and they both might be catching Jack Harvey into turn three. Harvey's all by himself. It's Marcus Erickson, the Indy 500 champ around the outside, trying to use that momentum. Mark, he'll take the spot at the line, but Rosenquist is right there. Yeah, Erickson looked awfully strong. So strong, in fact, that now he dances to the high side of Jack Harvey at the exit of turn two. Jack Harvey slams the door shut out of turn two as he slides right up in front of that red and white Husky Chocolates car. It is Harvey in that high V Honda for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. About a two-car length advantage. He holds that spot over Erickson. Let's go back up front a little ways. Battle for third. Maybe getting interesting, and it looks like Pato Award starting to reel in Connor Daly into turn number three. Just about ready to start lap number eight, and this is when the drivers said those tires start 
to fall off a little bit. Otto Award had to check up, Mark. He may fall into the grass of Scott McLaughlin, who's running strong in that fifth position. McLaughlin for sure got a great run off of turn number four, and uh, now it's turning into a pretty nice little battle. It's got second place Joseph Newgarden, third place Cotter Daly, fourth place Award, fifth place McLaughlin, and now let's put David Malukas into that mix, Nick. Yeah, a lot of learning to do for the rookie David Malukas. He has never raced here before. Good qualifying effort. He'll follow Scott McLaughlin and all those veterans into turns one and two. Coming up on 10 laps complete, we'll give you the top 10. Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, Daily Award, McLaughlin, David Malukas, Renas VK, Jack Harvey, Marcus Erickson, and Felix Rosenquist at the HyvieDeals.com 250. Uh, 16 laps in, Will Powers comfortable lead, Nick Yeoman, in danger of going away because he's caught the rear of the field. You have already caught the lap cars of Dalton Kellett and Ed Carpenter, and those two have threatened to go side-by-side side as we got a spin off of turn four. Mark, it is the seven-time NASCAR Series champion, Jimmy Johnson, who has spun. He gathers it back up. Not sure if he hit anything or not, but we've got our first yellow flag here at Iowa Speedway. From the looks of things, it looks as though he was able to keep it off the wall. All four quarters of that car look intact that he is back under speed. So again, caution on the course here at the highvdeals.com 250. Today's race is brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for driving IndyCar legends. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. Ruoff Mortgage, for a fast mortgage process, apply online at ruoff.com. Chevrolet, official vehicle of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And by NTT, the official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Caution on the course, single car incident involving Jimmy Johnson, some takers on pit road. Let's get an update on Jimmy Johnson and those pit stops, starting with Jay Query. Thank you, Mark. Jimmy Johnson simply got low in the apron, and as a result, the balance of his race car all of a sudden slung him up high. Now, the good news is he did avoid contact. They said there was no damage to the car itself. Did come in and go ahead and take four new Firestone Firehawks to his Carvana Honda. So, too, just in front of him on pit road, Ed Carpenter decided to come in for service as well. All told, Mark, 11 different cars here came to pit road after this first caution. Michael Young. Yeah, Colton Hurta, Scott Dixon, Callum Eilat, and several others on the front uh, pit out portion of pit lane. Guys, as we get set go, to go back green, Tim Sendrick got into Joseph Newgarden's ear, said keep an eye on Pato Award. He's a little free, but he's working that high side, and Will Power, our leader, is good with the car. Power had caught the rear of the field about the time that caution came out. Side by side, battling in turn number one. Oh, Joseph Newgarden might have caught his teammate sleeping on the start. He darted to the inside. Mark, he'll take the lead down the back straightaway. Ottawa Ward will have the third spot. Connor Daly fourth. McLaughlin is fifth. They start to stack up a little bit behind Rita's VK. David Malukas, Marcus Erickson getting aggressive to the high side. Marcus Erickson looked like one of the fastest cars before that yellow came out, and he was using that high line. They're going to go three wide into turn one. David Malukas quickly jumps out of the throttle, but Mark Marcus Erickson just picked off two cars, moved the Indy 500 champion to six. Top three already worked their way into turn number four. Joseph Dugarden, Will Power, Pato Award. That battle for second might heat up a little bit. Pato Award is pedaling at 
Tony Harden in turn number two. Yep, Michael mentioned that car looks a little free, and free oftentimes at Iowa Speedway is fast. He's got about three car lengths to make up behind Will Power as they both dart into turn three. 25 laps complete next time by our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, joins us after piloting the fastest seat in sports. And Davey, pretty frantic pace to start. It is a frantic pace, but already you look at these lap times, Mark, and that's one thing that I'm going to keep a track on. They're 20 miles an hour difference between qualifying and a race setup full of fuel. They're a little bit slower. And you just watch the corner speech. Just, they have to take care of these tires. What a great pass Joseph Newgard did on his teammate, power, or teammate Will Power. But, man, they're racing throughout this entire field. That's side-by-side side with Caleb Mylott in the back. And uh, Marcus Erickson is on rails, Nick Gilman. He's picked up another position. He's up to fifth now. And once again, he used that high line through turns one and two and swept around Scott McLaughlin. Now, next car on the hit list is Connor Daly and Erickson. Again, using that second groove. Mark, he's already about three car lengths behind Daly, who runs in fourth. Michael Young. Cedric got on the radio and said, nice pass, Joseph. Now we have to take care of these tires. We're going to be out there a while, so do your best. Uh, this update from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of NAS, uh, uh, of, of the, the NTT IndyCar Series. And uh, Davey Hamilton, let's face it, uh, we thought he was pulling away, and it uh, doesn't look like he's going to be able to do it into turn number one. Uh, Will Power continues to keep pace of Pato Awards right there with He him. does. They're all over. But, man, I'm looking back in this field. How about Jimmy Johnson? He is rolling by guys on the outside. Just picked off DeFrancesco. He's getting ready to go around another car today, and he does. He is flying to this field. He's already behind his teammate, Scott Dixon. Got to remember, he spun but got new tires on. Yeah. So was that an advantage? It looks like it is already as fast as he's going. Benefit of new tires for sure. How about Marcus Erickson continues to strong run Nick Gilman into turn number two? He is all over the rear wing of Connor Daly trying to set him up into turn number three. He cracks the throttle just a little bit and to allow Daly to keep that inside line. Erickson trying to roll the top. It's a little bit of work to do. Front three starting to get away, but Marcus Erickson keeps the pressure on. Yeah, indeed, they are starting to get away as uh, Joseph Newgarden is starting to inch away from Will Power. Let's give you now, as we get ready to complete 31 laps, let's give you a full field rundown. Newgarden is first. Power, Will Ward, Erickson, and Daly, the top five. McLaughlin, VK, Herta, Malukas, and Rosenquist, the top ten. Castro Neves, 11th. Pelot is 12th. Grosjean is 13th. Dixon, 14th. And Jimmy Johnson up to 15th. Callum Eilat is 16th, 17th. Harvey, 18th. E. Francesco, 19th is Graham Rahal, 20th. Simon Pagino. Uh, 21st is Christian Lungard. Kirkwood, 22nd. Sato is 23rd. 24th is Rossi. 25th is Kellett. And 26th is Ed Carpenter. Who, beside the front runners, look impressive to you? Well, right now, I mean, you're looking down to this field right now. I see the strugglers first. I'm kind of looking who's off the pace. Graham Rahal, Harvey's off the pace. Scott Dixon, not really showing too much promise. But the strong ones right now, doesn't have to look far. How about that? Those first three cars, I'm impressed with Pato Award and Erickson. They seem to be the two that really seemed the strongest, but Colton Herta, him as well, is slowly picking his way towards the front. He was in 17th on that restart. He's moved himself all the way up now in the top eight. Uh, Callum Eilat has taken the short way around, and as a result, he's able to pick up a position. He worked his way around Roman Grosjean. He's in the 15th position, and now Nick Gilman, as we look to turn number two, we see Will Power uh, trying to track down Joseph Newgarden, but the good news for Power is for now, it looks as though he's able to pull away a bit from Pato Award. Yeah, the separation from Will Power back to Pato Award is about four or five car lengths. Then it's another six or seven back to Marcus Erickson, who has been charging. Car on the move, Davey pointed it out, is Colton Herta. He was the first car mark off of pit lane on fresh tires. He got past Renus VK a moment ago, and he's starting to run down Scott McLaughlin for six. And Davey, he's picking his spots pretty well. Yeah, now what's going to happen is their tires are going to get wore out here pretty soon. It's going to kind of equalize out. 
Scott, although you got to remember, as he goes underneath Scott, going in down in turn three, has that position. Fresh tires, that's going to tell the rest of these teams how important these fresh tires are. And Colton Hurt has proven, I mean, he's picked up 11 spots since that restart. Uh, he was part of the, of the, uh, the drivers that came in uh, on lap number 19. Meanwhile, Nick Yobin, he's not in a battle right now, but you got to be impressed with the position uh, that Marcus Erickson finds himself in. We are just 36 laps in, and Marcus Erickson already has improved eight positions. And going where they're not, Mark. We talk about on oval racing how important that is, using that second groove. And we talked about how the front three had kind of got away, Mark. It's about to become a four-car party at the front because the Indy 500 champion Marcus Erickson out of turn four. He's carved it down to about nine car lengths, the disadvantage to award. Colton Herta, Connor Daly, it's tightening up. That's the battle for the fifth position as Colton Herta tries to chase it down in turn two. Herta stays in the tire tracks through turn one. He'll move up the racetrack, swing around the outside, and slice his way past Connor Daly down the backstretch. Mark move Colton Herta into the top five. Matter of tires, huh? It's tires. I mean, this is, I, it's so important. You know, I... I I think everybody's going to have a minimum of three, and some drivers may decide, you know what, tires are so much faster. Let's, when a yellow comes out, let's just come in and get them. Yeah, so a couple of drivers said the pre-race, in fact, that four stops would not be out of the question in this race. So your top ten about to complete 40 laps. Newgarden, Power, Award, Erickson, and Herta. Daly, McLaughlin, VK, Castro, Nevis, and Rosenquist, the top ten here at Iowa Speedway. Uh, 45 laps in, Newgarden, Power, Award, Erickson, and Herta, the top five. McLaughlin, Castro, Evans, Daly, VK, Rosenquist, the top ten. To Pitt Roden, Jay Query. Tim Broyles is strategizing on the radio here for Connor Daly. He had started third. Connor was curious about how the car was going to be in that first stint. What's the word so far, Tim? Yeah, it's a little bit on the loose side right now. We got an adjustment for the first stop here coming up shortly, so we'll be all right. Long way to go. This heat itself, how big of a challenge is it for the grip in those Firestone Firehawks? It's tough right now. It's hot. These conditions are tough. We haven't seen anything like this in a long time, so we got an adjustment coming up pretty quick. Appreciate the time. Tim Broyles calling it for Connor Daly. Again, started third, Mark, and a couple of cars have gotten past him here in the last few laps. And Nick Yeoman, the leader, Joseph Newgarden, has caught the rear of the field. He certainly has. That is Ed Carpenter, and he's got his hands full now with Will Power, who is quickly closing in. We see Simon Pagano going to be one of the first takers to pit lane, but Will Power trying to run down Joseph Newgarden into one. And he gets to the bottom side, and now he has to wash up behind him a little bit. And it's not as though Nick, once he clears Carpenter, it's smooth sailing. There are three other cars in front of him. Yeah, those include Takuma Sato, Alexander Rossi, and Dalton Kellett. So uh, it is time to be patient for our race leaders. Newgarden by about eight car lengths over Will Power. Power by about sixth over Pato Award. And then that fourth place running car continuing to charge a Colton Herta. Yeah, I was going to say, the good news is right now for Joseph Newgarden, it doesn't appear as though Power can catch him. But boy, Colton Herta, you can tell he's on fresher tires, Nick Yeoman. He's going to quickly dispatch Pato Award to grab that third position. Went to the inside, set him up into turn three. Colton Herta now into podium position. And next to the crosshairs will be Will Power, who again can't catch Joseph Newgarden. But Joseph Newgarden, Nick, still can't make quick work of the rear of the field. Yeah, he is right up underneath the gearbox of Ed Carpenter, but just simply can't find a way around. Ed Carpenter uses the outside line. Joseph's going to get aggressive. He'll go to the inside, and now he will put Ed Carpenter one lap down at the line. Now we'll see as he picks his way through the next uh, the three or four cars that are in front of him uh, that are in front of him. First on the list will be Dalton Kellett as he approaches him off at turn number two. And right ahead of Dalton Kellett, it is Sato.
Lovato and Rossi who are going side by side. That's pretty much the last thing you want to see as the race leader. Right behind Newgarden, though, Mark, the battle for second is shaping up. Colton Herta's got a run down the front stretch. Yeah, Colton Herta with a really nice run, Davey Hamilton, into turn number one. Yeah, got really beside him down in turn three, chose to back out of the car. One thing that we see right now, Colton charged towards the front of this field, got in that third position. Now it's pretty equal. He's a little bit faster because his tires are newer, but not a lot over willpower. He's going to have a little bit of a more difficult time to get around him because now his tires are old as well. Now we'll check a turn number two where the effort continues by Joseph Newgarden to work his way around Dalton Keller. He's going to pick the outside this time at the exit of turn number two. Dalton Kellett gives Joseph Newgarden plenty of room. Newgarden sweeps around the outside. So now, Mark, he's got a buffer of two cars between himself and second place running Will Power. Yeah, that is significant. And uh, boy, how poorly are things going for Takuma Sato and Alexander Rossi, Nick Yeoman. Those are the two cars that are next in line for the leader. Uh, These are Indy 500 champions we're talking about that are about to get lapped here at Iowa Speedway. Rossi going to run the middle of the racetrack. Newgarden had to shoot quickly to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll get around Alexander Rossi, so Rossi now falls a lap down. And we'll go back a little ways, Nick Yeoman, and it doesn't appear as though that uh, Colton Herta is able to work his way around Will Power. In fact, Powder Daly wants his spot back. Yeah, this may be what Davey talked about, the crossover in terms of tires, and we're starting to see the guys that pitted moments ago. Simon Pagenaud, Connor Daly, just off of pit lane. They're trying to unlap themselves and turn some quick laps, but you're right, Mark. Colton Herta's charge might have stalled in the third position. And uh, let's face it, Davey, a lot of these guys uh, among the top five or six, there's five of them that have yet to pit, and their tires are all but gone. They're all but gone. Now, they're going to be anxious to get in, because right now, I just see Simon Paginot. He also pitted, although back in the field, he is rolling by guys. He went by Newgarden. He went by Herta. Passed those guys with ease, and he continues to pass. Unfortunately, he's back in the field, but that just goes to show you how much new tires are advantage here. Yeah, and I think there are drivers that are mired in the rear of the field that are struggling plenty, that have, uh, that are starting to get the idea, Davey, that is enough is enough. Enough is enough. That's exactly right. But meanwhile, 4.2 seconds Newgarden has over, uh, over wheel power to leave. What happened is Newgarden was able to get by those leaders. A few of them pitted in front of him, gave him a break, but uh, Power wasn't able to get by him. And matter of fact, Power is now pulled away from Herta, who has the newer tires. Uh, so, Michael Young, you said it looked as though that Alexander Rossi was coming, but now not so much? Exactly. They just pulled those tires away. Jake Query, we do have a taker. It's Pato Award. Pato Award is laid out now for Pit Road, so that arrow machine as Pato Award has quickly worked his way through the field, has found his way up into the fourth position. Will Power is just behind him on Pit Road. Award yet to arrive. Michael, we'll throw it back to you and come back for Pato Award. Yeah, Marcus Erickson coming in. We also have our leader, Joseph Newgarden, will be coming in as well. So a couple of the quick machines that have been leading this race down Pit Lane as this moment. They are laid out. We're making our way back to Joseph Newgarden. Here comes Marcus Erickson. He will come to the attention of that Chip Ganassi crew. Romag Rojan is out. As we see Erickson, four new Firestone Firehawks, and our leader Joseph Newgarden, first stop of the afternoon. Hits his marks perfectly, and the crew goes to work. No changes thus far in the car. It's good. Joseph Newgarden out of the way, Jake. Meanwhile, that means the lead has now been inherited by Will Power, who has set up. Pata Award did come in. It was a routine stop Four tires and fuel, obviously, for that number five aero machine. He did it in just under nine seconds. Now, Mark, we will await for when Will Power comes in for a stop. Uh, will Power is coming to a stop as we speak, uh, Jake Query. 
power. That Verizon machine comes in and goes up onto the jacks. They take off those Firestone Firehawks. You can certainly see the issues with the tread, but a very good stop. Will Powers down and away. Felix Rosenquist and others coming to pit road, Michael Young. Mike, yes, indeed. Felix Rosenquist. And interestingly enough, Colton Herta's back on pit lane. Both of those cars and crews going to work. Good stop for each. And we also see the Wolfpack getting ready for the visit of Scott Dixon, Michael Young. He's in that second pit box. Here comes Scott Dixon to pit road. And Scott Dixon slowly rolls at that pit speed down pit lane. That crew goes to work. That Wolfpack so very, very good. Let's see if they can help Scott find a little bit of speed. Good stuff for that crew. Scott Dixon back and on the attack. These updates from pit road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. We'll reset the field for you when we come back to Iowa Speedway. 68 laps complete, and uh, Jimmy Johnson is your leader after that spin. He pitted on lap number 19, and some of those drivers that last pitted on lap number 19 now coming to pit road, Davey, uh, because those uh, the, the tires are that flat shot, especially considering a lot of drivers just came in on lap uh, 60, 61, 62. And that's right. When they cycle back out, when those those drivers like Johnson, Kellett, Lugard come in, it's going to leave a new garden, Pado Ward gaining a spot getting by power. Power, then Erickson, then Herta. So Herta went from third to fifth when it's all going to cycle up. McLaughlin right behind him. But how about this? Scott Dixon was struggling that first set. He put the new tires on. He'll be sixth in line ahead of BK and Daly when this all cycles out. Uh, Joseph Newgarden has led 37 laps on this day. Will Power has led 23. Jimmy Johnson has led 11. And after qualifying, Joseph Newgarden didn't sound like a guy that should be happy with the front row start. And I think what it boils down to is the fact that not only did he lose a a couple of points for starting on pole, but he lost him to his teammate, who he's also battling for a championship. Yeah, that, that's correct. And right now, you know, I'm watching this point situation with everybody. And right now, if the race was to end at currently, with Jimmy Johnson being the winner, Newgarden second, he's 29 points behind Erickson, gaining points, power 31 behind Dixon, 52, tied with his teammate below in that fourth and fifth. So right now, there's uh, eight drivers basically within 100 points back. And we always say that 100 points, the number coming out of this place, you need to be. Well, when you get these stops under uh, uh, green, as we talked about, Davey, and uh, the differing pit strategies, that causes uh, this thing to get a bit jumbled up. Yeah, exactly right. And right now, uh, we see Kellett. He right, is currently shown in that fifth position. And the only one that hasn't pitted yet is our leader. That's Jimmy Johnson. Last pit on lap 22, as you say. Caused his own yellow. Really kind of uh, helped or hurt this race. We'll, we'll find out which that goes. I mean, it, it, it jumbled it up a little bit and, and made some made it interesting for sure. But he's going to be pitting momentarily. I would think so, Nick Yeoman, because we just got a look at Will Power, and you can tell the difference between who pitted around lap 60 and who pitted around lap 19. It is night and day just how much faster fresh Firestone tires are. But Jimmy Johnson's going to stay on the back straightaway and will stay out and lead yet another lap. New Garden running second, Pato Award third. But there's no doubt Mark, car 48. He's the race leader, but that pace is not very strong on those old fire zones. So Johnson, Newgarden, Award, and Will Power, then Erickson, Herta, McLaughlin, Dixon, VK, and Ed Carpenter in the top 10. 11th is Felix Rosenquist, and as we say that, Ed Carpenter bumps up a spot. 12th is Elio. 13th is Connor Daly. 14th is Callum Eilat. 15th is David Malukas. Below is 16th, Pagino 17th, Grosjean is 18th, Rossi 19th. 
Harvey is 20th, Lungard 21st, 22nd, DeFrancesco, 23rd is Kyle Kirkwood, 24th is Grant Rahal, 25th is Takuma Sato, and 26th is Dalton Keller. We do want to thank these stations for carrying today's race. KCJJ in Iowa City, Iowa, WBHR in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and KFJB in Marshalltown, Iowa. So based upon what you've seen through the first couple of stints, Davey, when are these drivers really starting to feel those tires fall off? Yeah, well, I'd say it's no later than 15. They yeah. already lost a lot of speed. So, for example, I'm looking at Newgarden right now. Obviously, he has a 10 laps is all um, since that, that pit stop, and he, he's already 20 miles an hour of the pace. Now, I understand he's in traffic and slowing down, but from 178, you got to remember, he uh, power and it was at 178. There are 158s. I mean, now 155s, 151s. I see some 140s down there. So these tires are dropping off drastically. And Jimmy Johnson is going to surrender the lead, Davey Hamilton. Uh, he heads to the pit entry lane. He's in the last pit box. He's had enough. Yeah, he had enough. Right now, we're going to see still currently the leader. Newgarden has not came around yet. We'll see how Jimmy cycles back in. But Newgarden's going to take the, the lead. It's going to be Newgarden, Award, Power, Erickson, Herta, McLaughlin, Dixon, VK, Rosenquist, and Castro Nevis all in the top 10. And the thing to keep an eye on Nick Yeoman as he makes that slow 60-mile-an-hour crawl on pit road is once he gets to about the midway point between 1 and 2, we'll see. We'll have you keep an eye on it for us just how quickly Jimmy Johnson gets up to speed and blends back into traffic. Well, he is getting bending back into traffic. The problem, Mark, is Joseph Newgarden is about to come roaring around the outside and put Jimmy one lap down. Now, with those fresh firestones, that Carvana car, I imagine, is going to come to life. But Jimmy Johnson, for now, does fall one lap down. He's just about two or three car lengths behind Newgarden at the start-finish line. And he would rather not have spun, but the important thing is, Davey, it did give him an opportunity to get in, get tires. He kind of set the pit stop sequence for a lot of teams, quite frankly, with that early yellow. And uh, the important thing is Jimmy Johnson got some experience leading the field. Well, what he did is those new tires helped him. It, it, put, it launched him ahead, going from 26, basically. He cycled out to 15th. He's currently 15th in front of Grosjean, in front of Rossi, oh, well, he just actually gained one, two spots. He gained got by Daly and Malukas. I mean, he's running a really good race. That spin, we've heard a spin and win before. I don't know if he can pull off a win, but he spun. is doing a really good job getting back to this field. Scott Dixon, Colton Herta. That's a pretty good battle, Nick Yellen, for the sixth position off of turn number two. They are locked together down the back straightaway, wheel to wheel. Herta noses ahead into turn number three. He'll give that inside line to the veteran Scott Dixon. They'll stay side by side out of turn four. Great battle, Mark at the start finish line. They are absolutely stuck together. Herta to the high side. Dixon to the low side. Looks like Dixon's going to take the short way around through one and two. And oftentimes that gives you the spot. So move Scott Dixon, who all of a sudden in the middle portion of this race starting to come to life. He moves past Colton Herta. Mark, that was a pass for the sixth position. Uh, looks like Renus BK is starting to get a little racy. Nick Yeoman might be towing uh, Felix Rosenquist around with him. They want to get in on that battle for the sixth position. VK running in eighth and Rosenquist running in ninth. Rosenquist fresh off of a podium finish. His first with Aero McLaren SB. Both of those orange cars, Mark, starting to run down Colton Herta in turns three and four. Now that Dixon has cleared Colton Herta, next up on his list, Nick Yeoman, is fifth place running Scott McLaughlin, who's stuck behind some slower cars. We'll see if Dixon can run him down, but right behind Dixon in his rear view mirrors, we see the Dutchman Renus VK. He'll dart to the inside and he'll pick up that spot from Colton Herta. So move Renus up into the seventh position. Yeah, Colton Herta loses a spot and Nick, he might lose it Another one off of turn number four. Here comes Felix Rosenquist in the start finish line. Rosenquist with a strong charge. He'll dart to the inside. Colton Herta, does he give him room? 
a little bit. Colton tries to run that top side and keep the momentum. Markey's got the spot for now, but Felix looks awful strong to the backstretch. He got a really good run. Colton heard it in off of turn number two. Felix Rosenquist. The car got a little out of sorts at the entrance to turn number three, but a strong finish to turn number four. We'll see if he can track him down into one. Yeah, these are all battles, Mark, that I don't think the give and take will be there at lap 250, but here on lap 89, it might be the case. Rosenquist gets a nice charge off of turn number two. Not close enough. He'll stay in the tire tracks. Now looks to the inside of Colton Herta. About to be side-by-side, Mark, out of turn four. This battle for eight. A string of cars running in front of them, including Kyle Kirkwood. They will catch them quickly once this battle shakes out. Looks like Rosenquist won it. Rosenquist will take that spot out of turn number two. So move Felix up to seventh and, or excuse me, to eighth. And then uh, it is Colton Herta in ninth. Colton might be under attack here in a couple more laps, Mark. How about those fresh tires for Jimmy Johnson? He's already up to tenth and he is running down Colton Herta. Just prior to you saying that, Nick Yeoman, Davey, you were pointing the timing and scoring. Yeah, I watched Jimmy Johnson just as you said. He is flying by guys. He just flew by Colton Herta like he stopped. Going by, He's going to go by Rosenquist like he stopped as soon as he goes by, uh, looks like Will Power. I'm sorry, that's Rossi. He's going to go on the outside. He is flying around this racetrack right now, those new fire stones. Jimmy Johnson move him into seventh. Yeah, that's got to feel good, Nick Gilman. He can literally drive that race car high and low and will. Yeah, so it's a, an alternate strategy for Jimmy Johnson. His tires are going to wear out when everybody's are new, but when everybody else's tires roll, wear out, boy, that 48 car looks fast. He's going to try to get around Kyle Kirkwood. That's not for position, but he'll make it look easy as Kirkwood continues to struggle. 158 laps to go with a high deals.com 250 your top 10 Newgarden award power Erickson McLaughlin Dixon VK Johnson Rosaquist Colton Herta at Iowa Speedway uh, closing in on 100 laps complete Newgarden award Erickson power McLaughlin the top five Dixon Johnson VK Rosaquist and Herta the top 10 Michael Young yeah Marcus Erickson starting to close in actually just got around Will Power so your drivers now moved up to P3 started 12th he's more than just an Indianapolis 500 champion this kid's pretty good on these ovals yeah he's doing a great job today uh, right now it's just a chess game of who pits win and and who can stay on fresher tires longer but right now he's doing everything right and being patient in traffic and, and passing guys when he can we're talking to Michael Garrett calls the race strategy for Marcus Erickson Mike your strategy for the remainder of the day. Obviously, Jimmy Johnson comes out and he's just rolling through the rest of the field. Could this easily become a four-stop race? Uh, I don't know about four. We could do it in two on fuel, but uh, we're guessing somewhere between three and four stops. We'll just have to see what everybody else does, and uh, you just can't be the last guy to make that decision. We'll let you enjoy your driver making his way through the field. Well done. Thanks, Michael. That's Michael Garrett. He calls the shots for Marcus Erickson, who currently runs third. Uh, teammates Jimmy Johnson, Scott Dixon, the battle for sixth is in turn number two. It's been a good one as Jimmy Johnson gets around Scott Dixon and quickly sets his sights on Scott McLaughlin. Those two two-toned blue race cars now exiting turn number four. McLaughlin by about a car length. Jimmy Johnson's got a strong run. Mark, he's going to look to the inside, maybe the outside into turn one. Yeah, he did both, Nick. He looked low, then he looked high. He's going to stay high for now. Boy, look how strong that car is off of turn number two. Jimmy Johnson darts around Scott McLaughlin and into the top five for the driver of that Carvana Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. Now he'll try to scoot around Graham Rahal and put him another lap down, but what a charge on those new tires for Jimmy Johnson. That 48 Carvana machine's on rails, Davey Hamilton. Absolutely is, and that's, he, look at that, he just does another one. He's up in the gray, what we call the gray, that's third, the third group, which nobody really runs on. We call that a NASCAR line sometimes, and boy, he is using it with these Indy cars and making it happen. 
So, 104 laps complete now. Newgarden, Award, Erickson, Power, and Johnson. McLaughlin, Dixon, VK, Rosenquist, and Hurt are the top 10. Elio Castro Nevis, 11th. Calamailon is 12th. Alex Below is 13th. Grosjean is 14th. Rossi, 15th. Lungard is 16th. Maluka, 17th. Harvey is 18th. De Francesco is 19th. Graham Rahal is 20th. Kyle Kirkwood, 21st. Kubasato, 22nd. 23rd is Kellett. 24th is Daly. Uh, 25th is Carpenter. 26th is Simon Pagino. Elio Castro-Nevis, Dave, he's got a fast race car. Plus 13 on the day. Callum Eilat is plus 11. We mentioned Jimmy Johnson. He's plus 10. Marcus Erickson, plus 9. Colton Hurta, plus 7. Yeah, that's right. So these drivers that are up there right now, the best thing they could do, now they made this time up, pit with the leaders this time. Don't try to, because the leaders, if they come in and pit on new tires, they're going to lose that ground again. So now they're up there. Try to stay on that pace. All get new tires at the same time. Jimmy Johnson could have him, you know, we spin a win, potentially. But right now, in that fifth position, he could stay there pretty easy if he does what the leaders do from here out. I know Joseph Newgard was awfully frustrated at not getting pulled. But, uh, boy, he, he pounced on the opportunity to go to P1 on that recent. Yeah, and with a seven-second lead over Pato Award, eight seconds over Erickson and his uh, pole sitter, Power, got passed by Erickson, by the way. He's nine seconds behind. And look who's uh, right behind him with 12 seconds, three seconds behind him. Jimmy Johnson chasing down Will Power right now. Uh, not really anything to discuss in terms of specifics of a specific battle, Nick Yeoman, but boy, because of the fact you've got cars uh, on a lead lap, you've got cars one lap down, two laps down, three laps down. These guys have been in just all kinds of crazy traffic since about five laps in off the restart, Nick. And, and a reminder for those folks that might have just tuned in, we're in triple-digit heat index. The temperature at uh, the green flag, 98 degrees, easily up into the triple digits, so physically demanding for these drivers lap after lap and you'll talk to the drivers mark they'll tell you that racing at iowa speedway can get a little disorienting and you get out of those race cars a little dizzy then you mix in the heat boy it is impressive and we've got an incident mark and turn to just as i said it looks like that's felix rosenquist yeah felix rosenquist makes uh, contact it looks like pretty significant contact with the turn two wall caution on the course lap 110 here at iowa speedway Uh, lap 113, Joseph Newgarden, your leader. Caution on the course. A single car instant Davy involving Felix Rosenquist in turn two. And unfortunately, that's definitely not what Felix needed. We've had a good run going today. Um, it's treacherous out there. These drivers are absolutely hanging on to these race cars. and haven't seen a replay. I didn't catch it uh, live and, and haven't seen a replay exactly what happened. But what I do know is there's eight cars currently on the lead lap. That's it. Ilop, Pelot, Castroneves, Grosjean, Herta all lap down. So we've got Joseph Newgarden, Pottawa Ward, Erickson, Power, Johnson, McLaughlin, Dixon, and Renas VK, the top eight. All of those cars are on the lead lap. Everyone else is a lap down. That's Eilat, Pelot, Herta, Castroneves, Grosjean, and Lungard. Also Rossi, DeFrancesco, David Malukas, Jack Harvey, Ray Hall, and Kirkwood. Two laps down, Sato, Kellett, and Daly. Ed Carpenter, three laps down. Pagino, three laps down. And Felix Rosenquist is uh, the first uh, car out of this race at lap 115. We've had three leaders and four lead changes. This is the second caution 
And as we mentioned, Joseph Newgarden's led 73 laps. Will Powers led 23. Jimmy Johnson has led 19. And, Davey, you you think everybody should come to pit road on this cycle? Uh, you said that, and it looks like uh, they, they pretty much agree with you. Well, well, we'll see. I, I mean, Newgarden, obviously, and all the leaders, I, I know, like, I lot right now, Grosjean, Herta, they want to get a lap back, but they're on pit lane right now. All right. And uh, Will Power among those coming to pit road. Let's get updates, starting with Jay Query. Verizon machine of Will Power comes to pit road, surrender the fourth position on the racetrack. So, too, just in front of him, does Pata Award. Award is the first to go up. They put the Firestone Firehawks on his car. We await for Pata Award and Will Power just behind him. Power is out, but Pato beat him off the of pit road, Michael. Yeah, Joseph Newgarden will be the first to leave pit lane. They took a half a turn out. Then it's Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, Will Power. Then the machine of Ed Carpenter, Scott McLaughlin, Dalton Kelly, Jimmy Johnson, Scott Dixon, and Renas VK were awaiting the machine of Colton Hurd. He complained about the front end being all over the place. They're trying to help him save those tires a little bit more. I think they're going to take a full turn out of that front front wing. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar and Davey. Uh, this, uh, the two different segments coming to Pit Road this yeah, day. Yeah, and here, here's what's going to happen, too, is the the, the Herda. I mean, let me see. I think it's Eilat, then Grosjean, Herda, the cars that are in line right now, Castro Nevis, uh, Lungard, they're trying to get their lap back. And so right now they currently have their lap back. They'll pit at the very end of this um, and then go to the back of the field, but they will be on the lead lap. Uh, we do see David Malukas come on and off pit road. We also see Takuma Sato come on and off pit road. It's been a long day for Takuma Yeah, for yeah it sure Sato. has. Not what he wanted. He loves this racetrack. Thought he's going to have a better car than he obviously has. Um, and him and his teammate Malukas in that 19th position uh, just don't have a good race setup. Now, they'll have another opportunity tomorrow. That's one great thing about a doubleheader. They're going to be able to come here tomorrow, work on their cars and, and try it one more time. Now, these drivers uh, will, that haven't pitted yet, starting with Eilat, they will be rifling in here momentarily to get new tires and fuel, but it'll be at the end of the run. They're laid out now, Mark, but they're not going to come into the very end. And, Davey, we can look over to the high side in turn number two where that incident was, and we see a lot of sweepers running through there right now. They're doing all they can to keep that high groove especially as cleaned off as they well, can. Well, they need to thank Jimmy Johnson. He's been doing a pretty good job of that himself, keeping that groove and here's the wave around right now they're waving around those cars to, uh, that, that are lapping down to the back of the field they'll be able to come in and pit and still stay on the lead lap just behind they just lost other track position but you're right they're cleaning the marbles off that upper groove right now so and, and what happened to Rosenquist didn't really uh, re- touch on that he got in turn one just normal by himself but so slow the back of that car just turned around just lost to the back of the car up to the wall not hard but enough to put him out of this event and, and he had stayed in the top 10 since the green five flew and, and yeah, we all just, understand what the future may or may not hold for Felix Rosenquist this is where he wants to be here's the great news is, is he has a ride with that Aero McLaren team Zach uh, he confirmed that but he wants to be right here in the IndyCar series and, and he needs all the luck he could get to, to make sure he stays here and that, that doesn't help the situation but we know he can still get the job done. Uh, so we can look across the way and we can see uh, several of the drivers laid out as Davey said now that the pits have reopened uh, we are at the end of this caution period at the end of this cycle and uh, it looks like there are going to be some takers come on to pit road and here comes the line of cars Callum Eilat looks like uh, Alex Pillow maybe and a handful of others. Uh, Pillow pitted earlier uh, we do see Robot Grosjean and others. Let's go to Pit Road and uh, follow the action with Jake Query. 
Ramon Grosjean brings in that DHL machine. Now, he is not running, obviously, up towards the front, but the interesting thing, they're simply kind of coaching him through tire degradation and learning how to deal with it. He takes some front wing, a turn of it, and Ramon Grosjean goes out back onto the track. I was speaking with Michael. Yeah, trouble for Colton Herta on the front left of that car. They've dropped the car. Now it looks like he potentially installed it. No action for Colton Herta. They're trying to get him out of pit lane. I'm not sure what's going on. They did take a half a turn out of that front wing or a full turn. Check that. Yes, he had it in gear, and he's lost it, guys. Not sure what happened. It was in gear. Now the car has stalled. He's going to put it in neutral. He throws his hands in the air as if he has no idea what is going on. Actually, just sit on the radio. Guys, I don't know what's going on. I can't get it out of gear. So they're trying to roll him forward and back. They're trying to be able to get him to get that car into neutral so he can pop it back into gear. Extreme troubles for Colton Herta, guys, here on pit lane. And meanwhile, Davey, the field goes by Colton yeah, Herta. Kurt, Colton's day is done. Uh, he's out of the car. The steering wheel's off the car. Must have broke something inside that gearbox to just not allow it to, to get in or out of gear. Just stuck between them or a piece broke to where the car just won't unlock. And, and just unfortunately that did, and, you know, it did happen to him in the past. I mean, we've seen that at Gateway. Nick. That was a good call, or Michael, that, uh, that that's happened before. So right now, unfortunately, Colton Hurt's day is done. And they are rocking that car back and forth, Davey. He's not gotten out of it just yet, but it, uh, it, the news is not good because the field getting ready to go by Colton well, Hurt. Well, here's what time. they're doing. He's not out. They, he handed his steering wheel out, and they're handing him a new steering wheel in to see if there's something malfunctioning in the steering wheel. And remember, that's really the brains of the car, the steering wheel, and uh, they're going to see if they can pop it out of gear once they, uh, once they put the new steering wheel on. So, uh, on the restart, Newgarden Award, Erickson, Power, McLaughlin, the top five, Johnson, Dixon, VK, Calabaylot, and Alex Pillow, the top ten. Joseph Newgarden has led 80 laps, and he gets a great start off of turn number four. Oh, things got bunched up about five or six cars back as Jimmy Johnson is going to be a hero. He may think about going three wide to try to put Ed Carpenter a lap down, but here comes Marcus Erickson. He has charged his second, and he's bearing down on Newgarden, marking to turn three. Will Power slots into that fourth position? Position and again, a good battle between McLaughlin and Jimmy Johnson. That is the battle for fifth. It starts to get sorted out a little bit as Will Power has company now from Pato Award. Pato Award just slipped up, Mark, at the exit of turn number four. That opened the door. Will Power just wrestled that position away. But here comes Pato Award. He's not done. Mark, he's going to look to the inside. They're side by side in a three. Looked awfully strong at the exit of turn number two did Pato Award, and he had to lift a little bit going into three. He's tucked right up underneath the rear wing. Now goes to the bottom side into turn one. Will Power from Australia, Pato Award for Mexico. Power has the charge around the outside and turns one and two. He will hold off Pato Award for now. His award will have to gather it back up in that fourth position. McLaughlin had won that battle with Jimmy Johnson, so slot him into the fifth position. Jimmy Johnson now sixth. Meanwhile, at the halfway mark, Joseph Newgarden with a comfortable advantage into turn number two. Yeah, nice lead right now going to turn as he, he lifts a little bit and allows Erickson to come and gain on him going down to turn three. Little, little mistake by Newgarden come off turn two. Marcus Erickson is plus yellow 10 flag. on the day, Nick Yeoman, as we have a yellow flag. Looking around, Nick Yeoman, do you see anything? Not exactly sure. I saw Colton Herta got back out of the racetrack, and uh, Mark, this one might be for debris. As of right now, I do not see uh, any of the cars off the pace, so uh, this might be for debris here at Iowa Speedway. Caution on the course, lap 127 complete. Newgarden, Erickson, Power Award, and McLaughlin, the top five. We pause 10 seconds for stakes night notification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network.
a break caution. 120 laps to go. Newgarden, Erickson, Power, Award, McLaughlin, the top five. Johnson, Dixon, VK, Pelot, and Ilot, the top ten. You're listening to the NDT IndyCar Series on these great stations. WBHR, St. Cloud, Minnesota. WTAR, Norfolk, Virginia. And our flagship station in Indianapolis, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, let's get more on Colton Herter from Michael Young. Yeah, they sat, uh, they're now six laps down. They were trying to figure out how to get the car into gear. Every time the Colton tried to do it with the car on the ground, it would stall out. So they jacked the car up. He got it into first gear. It was in emergency mode. They were able to get the tire spinning. Then they dropped it off its jack, and he was able to take off. But he's been talking with, of course, uh, Brian Herta. How do I shift? How do I get it back into neutral? And they're talking of various pedal combinations and able to get that done. And I understand we will not start this time by. Nope. Uh, a frustrating uh, set of circumstances for Colton Herta, a guy that was looking at uh, a, a doubleheader weekend with the opportunity, Davey, to gain some points to get back into this championship yeah, chase. Yeah, and speaking of points, let's bring that up. All the, they're not going green this time right now. Erickson's still in the late 31, had a new garden. Power 38 behind. Plo 55. Dixon 58. Award 83. And McLaughlin in that, with 87 back. There's our, One of those seven drivers will be our points champion. Anybody beyond that, I feel, is out of which is Herta, Rossi, Pagano, Otto, Harvey Johnson, I think they're out of the game. Uh, Jake Query standing by with Marcus Erickson, or, or check that uh, Felix Rosenquist. Jake, we'll get it to you in just a moment. We want to call this restart as the field comes to turn number four. Uh, Newgarden, Erickson, Power, Award, and McLaughlin, the top five. Green flag is out. Great jump by Joseph Newgarden, but here comes Will Power to the inside of Marcus Erickson. Yeah, that great jump for Newgarden uh, allows Will Power to be the beneficiary, but here comes Marcus Erickson. He gets a great charge through one and two. Marky's wheel-to-wheel with the race leader in turn three. Got wheel-to-wheel at the entrance to turn number three. Had to lift a little bit. We'll see if he slides down the bank. He can come after him again into turn number one. Marcus Erickson has charged from mid-pack starting position all day long, picking off guys on the outside. He'll work the outside of turns one and two. Will he go to the inside? He will. He'll go to the inside of Joseph Newgarden into turn three. Got to the bottom of the racetrack, and that's the fast way around, although he has to lift a little bit and almost clip the left rear of Joseph Newgarden's car. We'll keep an eye on this battle. Check in with Jake Query, who's with Felix Rosenquist. The countryman of Marcus Erickson, Felix Rosenquist, you're out of the car. Good news is you're okay. Take me through what happened in turn two. Yeah, I just got too free, man. Uh, The whole scent was pretty free from the beginning and pretty early. I was very conservative with my tools. Eventually, I was maxed out and I just tried to hang on for the rest of the stint. And uh, we were actually running pretty well. We weren't slow, but it was just very free. Um... Yeah, it just caught me out. I mean, it was it was so hard to hang on to, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it's just a shame. I feel for the guys having to to repair that overnight. Hopefully, we can get it done uh, fairly well for tomorrow and have a good car tomorrow. It's not ideal, but uh, yeah, it happens. It's uh, it's tough out there. It's uh, you know, if you don't get the balance completely right, it's just a, it's just very tough to keep it on track. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you for race number two. Yes, Felix Rosenquist. Erickson took a couple of swings at the lead, and now Nick Yeoman, we check back in with you, and he finds himself in third. He had a big moment out of turn four, Mark, about three laps ago, where that car I thought was going to spin out at the exit of turn number four. That allowed Will Power to gather it up and pass him on that lap down the backstretch. Now Erickson's just got to figure out where the speed went, because here comes Pato Award, the Mexican driver, all over the rear wing into turn one. Uh, Too hard on those tires too early, Davey? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously new tires, he hung it out there. He was out kind of in no man's land. 
he's out there white right now good run but just those tires were good new but when they get heat in them your car changes and right there as nick said he almost lost it power had a run was able to get by him he'll hang in there his car's not done he's not going to file to the back but boy it got his attention new guard with a lead of seven tenths of a second as that battle for second starts to heat up again to the entrance of turn three yeah erickson has gathered it back up giving himself a little bit of breathing room to fourth place running Pato award and now he can focus forward and charge towards will power got about four car lengths to make up though mark if he wants to challenge for second i don't think uh Scott McLaughlin, Jimmy Johnson, that battle for fifth doesn't seem to be over yet, Nick Gilman. No, Jimmy Johnson using that high line. Scott McLaughlin a little more shallow through turn number two as they race into turn three. It's the battle for the fifth position. Scott McLaughlin about three car lengths as he lets that car swing wide out of turn four with Jimmy Johnson right there on the tire tracks in six. Just behind them, Rita's VK is on the charge. He worked his way around Alex Pelot moments ago. He just worked his way around the lap car of Dalton Kellett. So uh, look at Rita's VK as a potential contenders we get toward the final stint of the race. Meanwhile, Will Power with a pretty strong run off of turn number four. Nick Yeoman, he's got it down to four tenths. But Mark, the car behind him, Marcus Erickson just had another big moment out of turn four, and it nearly opened the door up for Pato Award. He gathers it back up, but you're right, Will Power starting to inch and creep his way forward to race leader Joseph Newgard out of turn four. Yeah, we had seen the leader's uh, differential, Davey, go up to as much as eight or nine tenths of a second, but it's staying right around three or four Tense. That's right. That's pretty consistent right now. And you got to remember, we sometimes we thank the yellow flags for coming out. Sometimes we don't. Newgarden had an eight-second lead. He didn't want to see that yellow come out. He wanted to just keep it lean and green and keep on going because he had such a big lead. Now it's back to a race game. Will Power, like I said, only three-tenths of a second back, only five and a half a second back. Erickson Ward, they're on top of each other that time. Erickson ten. with a strong run but had to lift before he got around Will Power into two. Mark, I don't know how he didn't run into the back of that Verizon Chevrolet of willpower that got awful tight at the apex of turns one and two erickson though stays in the throttle he's still about three car lengths behind power but that was awful close in one and two front four starting to gain some separation from fifth place running scott mclaughlin who has now distanced himself a bit from jimmy johnson rita's vk continues on the charts he wants to get up and challenge jimmy johnson meanwhile back up front new garden power erickson award off of turn four top four evenly separated all by about two or three car lengths they simply can't get away from each other other. We take a peek back to Scott McLaughlin, who's at fifth. He's got a little bit of breathing room back to sixth, and then all of a sudden, you mentioned it, Mark, that orange car, Renus VK in seventh, starting to creep into the picture, along with Alex Below in eighth. Uh, we think Erickson's already feeling what he put his tires through early, Davey, and the rest of them starting to feel some dig as well? Yeah, oh, well, for sure. No question about that. We're back to look at the dot times. 156 for Newgard, 155 for Power, 156 for Erickson. That continues to show that, that it's a 20-mile-an-hour difference. I continue to say that. That that's kind of where the race speed will be, is that 150-mile-an-hour range for these Indy cars. It's funny about this tire deck, Nick Yeoman, because we think a race has broken off, and all of a sudden it gets tied again, but Jimmy Johnson's now got company. It's Rita's VK into turn number four, and turn number two. VK's going to look to the inside, and I think Jimmy might have just given him that spot. He knows he's fast, although to the NASCAR champion's credit, he's digging on the outside. They're side-by-side into turn three, Mark, the battle for six. Jimmy Johnson holding that high line. His cars look pretty comfortable there most of the day, and it looks like Reed's VK is going to grab that spot. Yeah, Reed's VK did get that spot by Jimmy Johnson. He's ahead of him. There's, it's, it's pretty much over right now. Now he's got one more chase. That's his teammate. 
Palo, Alex Palo, is the next one to try to pass Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson is going to go to the high side of Reedus VK into turn number three. Man, this has got to feel so good for Jimmy Johnson on all the road and street circuits, Mark. So much struggling, but here is the NASCAR champion in contention for a top five and maybe even a win. He's fighting back there with Reedus VK out of turn two. Defending series champion Alex Palo trying to keep pace with that battle. Palo currently running in the eighth position, side by side again into turn number three. VK on the bottom, Jimmy Johnson on the top. Boy, Reedus squeezed him into turn number four. I think Jimmy had to crack the throttle a little bit. VK holds on to that sixth spot. No question, Jimmy Johnson's car is happy in that high line. It seems to be competitive there anyway, although he fades to about a, a car length and a half now in turn number three. Yeah, that Carvana car is still awful strong, and you're right, Mark. He is higher up on the racetrack than just about any in this uh, eight-car pack at the front. He's got a nice run. Gets to within a car length of VK and a one. Any chance by running that high line that he's babying those tires yeah, that helps those tires. There's no question about it. It helps as long as he doesn't get too high and get marbles on their lap. Before that, had an in-car with Jamie Johnson. He got a little loose down the front straightaway. He was so high next to the wall in the front straightaway. Lost a little grip going down to turn one. Didn't phase him a bit. Just kept on going. This is a true oval racer right now. He knows the ovals. He was just having to get used to this IndyCar. As Nick insinuated on the street and road courses, we continue to see the struggles that he has. But, man, he is fun to watch when it comes to oval racing. Lap 155 complete next time by Newgarden Power, Erickson Award, and McLaughlin in the top five. But again, Joseph Newgarden, the stints lasted long enough. He started to catch the rear of the field, Nick. Yeah, and the car that he's going to try to put down a lap is Kyle Kirkwood. That A.J. Foyt team had a struggling weekend all weekend long. Newgarden's going to swing to the outside. He'll make quick work of Kyle Kirkwood. Right behind them, Mark. Good battle for third shaping up. Here comes Pato Award to the bottom of Marcus Erickson. Yeah, he got to the bottom in a hurry into turn number four, but Erickson driving that high line is able to pull away from him a little bit. Now they exit the banking and Pato Award's tucked right in behind him. Now he'll get below him. See if he can make the pass into turn four, Nick. Pato Award's car stuck to the bottom of the racetrack, and he will. So move Pato Award to third. He slips around Marcus Erickson here on lap 157. Meanwhile, Will Power, the next driver to work his way around Kyle Kirkwood and Davey, the beneficiary of that Joseph Newgarden, because that lead opened up to about one second. Yeah, that's right. sure did. That definitely benefited him. And looking at the when that pit window opens, Mark, I have it opening up in 12, 13 laps. That window's open. Who's going to be tankers now? That's early in the pit window, uh, for sure. That'd be lap 170. They can make it to the end there, no problem. But will some of these drivers hold on just a little while before they make that pit stop? Uh, the lead over Will Power got up to a second. It's down to six tenths and more traffic for Joseph Newgarden, Nick. Yep, you're going to see that accordion effect as these drivers navigate the dirty air of lap traffic. And you're right, Joseph Newgarden looks appears to be stuck behind Simon Pagano. That's allowed Will Power to close. It's just about a car length and a half mark. Good battle out of turn two. Pagano currently running in the 23rd position. He is three laps down, so a long day for Simon Pagano. You know, and here comes Joseph Newgarden to the high side of Pagano in four. Oh, he had to go way up top, though, Marcus. Pagano ran the middle. That allowed Will Power to slice to the inside. They nearly went three wide. The battle for the race lead is on through turn two. It's Newgarden by a car length over his teammate. It was a nose-to-tail battle down the straightaway. Here comes Will Power with a strong run up in turn number two. Will Power, the red nose of that Verizon Chevrolet, so sharp through turns 
three and four. He's running about a groove and a half off the bottom of the racetrack. Newgarden starts to dig again. He opens it up to two car lengths. Uh, lead was a second. It went down to eight tenths to five tenths, and now it's two tenths of a second as Will Power takes a high line off of turn number two. Yep, that high line. You try to carry that momentum down the straightaways to get a run on drivers. Joseph Newgarden, he now moves up to that middle lane. Will Power goes to the bottom. So, Mark, a chess match between two of the best in the sport, Power and Newgarden. A little bit further back, Davey Hamilton, Erickson, McLaughlin, VK. Those guys all stacked up behind slower cars. Erickson just right now battling side by side. Really three wide as they go. Erickson gets moved all the way up, gets into the marbles. He is going to get freight trained by multiple cars going down that back straightaway. McLaughlin was at the bottom, able to get a big, big run. Now it's going to take a few laps for McLaughlin to get that those the marbles wore off his tires. And Nick Yeoman for Marcus Erickson. He had worked so very, very hard to get himself into contention. The car looked well, uh, looked really well. The high line through one and two for most of this day. He just got too high up in that group next to the wall. Yeah, it's frustrating as it is, is now he's got to dodge the spinning car of Ed Carpenter. I don't know if he made contact, but Ed Carpenter certainly did. Carpenter in that purple and blue car spun out of turn two. Erickson locked on the brakes. Mark, I think very fortunate our championship leader sees this as a one-car incident involving Ed Carpenter. 164 laps complete. Joseph Newgarden leads in Iowa. Today's race is brought to you by Coors Light, the official beer of the NTT IndyCar Series. Borg Warner, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. The American Dairy Association, winners drink milk. Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by Speedway, official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. Pit stops underway. Let's go to Jake Query. One of the interesting things that happened, very slight contact between Will Power and Joseph Newgarden on their way into pit road. It did not impact Will Power's stop. Very good stop. He made it out just in front with four new Firestone Firehawks and fuel in front of Pata O'Ward, who took a routine stop just in front of him. But Power, Michael, got out just in front of that number five car. But wasn't able to get around his teammate Joseph Newgarden. The two again making contact. It did not affect Joseph Newgarden's stop as well. Your top five will be Joseph Newgarden, Will Power, Pato Award, Scott McLaughlin, and how about this, guys? Alex Pillow, round out your top five. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. Davey, you've had a chance to look at the spin by Ed Carpenter. Yeah, just coming off the corner, Ed probably just got on the gas just a little bit too hard with those wore-out tires. Car obviously very, very free. Oh, as we see, almost a crash up pit lane. But, yes, uh, he just got turned too free. Luckily, slow part of the racetrack. Didn't hit the wall very hard. A little bit of damage on that right rear and a wing. So they'll have it fixed up for tomorrow as we see Pato Award Boy, the and, spin, and Rossi huh? almost hit each other. The wheel spin coming off of pit road for Pato Award. I mean, he was having trouble getting that thing gathered up, getting grip on it. And uh, he and Rossi, a close call. We we thought that, that, that maybe things would be a bit calmer after what we saw with the chaos of the way that Toronto pit road was laid out, but uh, it's always interesting when we're pitting under caution, no matter where we are. Yeah, no question about it. This pit lane, very nice, big, large pit spots, plenty of room for all 26 of these drivers, but as you can see, when drivers are coming in and going out at the same time, it creates havoc, and we've seen that uh, Pato Ward running third in this race was coming out after his pit stop was complete. Rossi was just coming in, so the timing of that was horrible. Almost had contact. Uh, Joseph Dugarden, your leader, will power second. Pato Ward is third. McLaughlin fourth. Pelot is fifth. Jimmy Johnson sixth. Arenas VK seventh. 
Dixon is eighth. Lungard is ninth. Erickson is tenth. Grosjean eleventh. Calavilot is twelfth. Devlin G. Francesco is thirteenth. Graham Rahal is fourteenth. Elio fifteenth. Rossi sixteenth. Seventeenth. Harvey eighteenth. Kirkwood nineteenth. Lucas Connor Daly is twentieth. Dalton Kellen a lap down in twenty-first. Sato twenty-second. The same. Two laps down. Pagino with twenty-third. Six lap down is Colton Herta after the issues he had earlier in the race. He's twenty-fourth. And Carpenter twenty-fifth. He's out of the race. Felix Rosenquist, 26th, out of the race. It's here from Tim Sindrick, Michael Young. Yeah, so what does this do to the race strategy? You guys were almost inside the window to make it to the end. Can you still do it? Yeah, I think everybody can get to the end on fuel. It's just really a matter of what the tires are going to hold up. And if there's cautions, I think you'll see another pit stop, you know, after 20 or 30 laps. I think you'll see some guys stop. But um, I think we can all get there on fuel. It's just a matter of what everybody does on tires. Joseph has been doing a masterful job of taking care of the tires today. At what time will you decide if, if somebody does come in with 15 to go? And obviously, Jimmy Johnson's been working his way through the field. Would that be a reason to come in and, and take a chance? Yeah, I think it all depends on who it is and what your pace is at the time. It's not an easy call here, especially with this many laps to go. We'll let you make those calls, and we'll watch and see how it goes. Right, Best of luck. That's Tim Cedric, guys. I, I believe at least on two occasions, Nick Yeoman, we've had an opportunity to call races here with, with about 10 or 12 laps to go. We had a caution, and Nick, I believe Joseph Newgarden once, Ryan Hunter-Ray the other time. They came to pit road for fresh tires with about 10 laps to go and made a mockery out of the finish. I will never forget uh, the, the year that Ryan Hunter-Ray one, you're right, and it was about a 15 laps ago. They put on fresh firestones, and he all of a sudden looked like he was going about a hundred miles an hour faster. So Tim Sendrick kind of alluded to it. This is not an enviable spot if you're a race strategist, and uh, for these drivers, Davey, the question becomes now on this restart: Do you baby them here at the beginning and try to keep them for the rest of the run, or do you have to get what you get? It's going to be fascinating here. Yeah, I don't think you can baby them enough because they just go off. It's not like you can baby them and they're going to last that full stand. It's you, you baby them, it's going to go from maybe lap 15 to lap 20, and then they're going to go bad. It's, it's, so I would say you just do what you've been doing. Make sure you stay in front of this field, and I'm talking for these leaders. And then if a yellow comes out, you're just going to have to pit. That's just all there is to it. So we've had four cautions for 33 laps, three leaders and four lead changes. Joseph Newgarden has led on two separate occasions. He's led the most laps at 131. He's about to lead another one as he sees the green flag fly into turn number one. And it looks like Pato Award's going to be the aggressive one, jumping to the inside of Will Power. He can't get it. In fact, Award's going to lose the third spot. Here comes Alex Pillow, the defending NTT IndyCar Series champ. He's grabbed third in here at Iowa. Alex Pillow's been hanging around in the top ten for most of the day, Nick Yeoman, and all of a sudden he's flexed a little muscle, wants to get on that podium in this championship chase as the leaders go back into turn number two. Now recently, Alex Pillow hasn't really done anything quietly off the racetrack, but he has had a quiet day and he is continuing to march forward. Will Power had to catch his car as it washed up the racetrack in turn two. That allows Will Alex Pillow to get right on that rear wing out of turn four. Davey? Horrible view for Scott McLaughlin. Right rear tire, nut did come off and they're in the pits right now. Lucky the wheel did come completely off back on. He's going to go back out, but man, that rifle, he was running really good up in that top six. That's going to hurt him not only this race, but the championship as well. Promising day for Scott McLaughlin. Looks like it's going away as he had to come to pit road for service. Here comes Pato Award to the inside of Alex Pillow in the turn one. Award to the bottom. Alex Pillow gives him room, but Pillow has the advantage. The momentum on the outside. They're going to stay side by side as Alex Pillow has uh, Pato Award hanging right on that left rear tire. He's giving him room. 
They're side by side. Mark out of turn four. Regents VK, Jimmy Johnson hanging around behind that battle, hoping to get involved. Meanwhile, the leader, Joseph Newgarden, he's up by three-tenths of a second as they start to stack up behind second place running low power. Yeah, drivers picking different lanes left and right. This time into turn one, Alex Pillow went to the bottom to defend against Pato Award. Award's got a strong charge around the outside, but the front four or five mark all evenly separated. That is shortest way around at Davey is the bottom of the racetrack, but Davey, why why is that high side such a benefit? Well, it's a, well, look at Polo, though. He just went to the inside of Will Power side by side with him, going down in turn three. They race charge down in there. Polo sticks with him on that bottom side, but to answer that question, yes, shorter circle. As a, Man, we can't get rid of this battle. This is a good one right here, Mark. It is side by side still into turn number one as they are right on the rear wing of Joseph Newgarden. We talked about Baby and those tires. I can tell you who isn't. It's the NTT IndyCar Series champion, Alex Polo, as he gives up that battle with Will Power. Power, he's on the button all over the rear wing of Joseph Newgard at a turn four. Wisely backed out of it because he knew Joseph was going to wash up to the high side. Can he gather it back in or here comes Alex Below? Low looks to the inside of Will Power, but Power gets a strong charge out of turn two. Drivers trying to set up runs, set up passes. Newgard by about two car lengths over Power. Another two back to Pillow out of four. Uh, no question, Pillow seems to be a little cleaner through three and four, Nick. On the other hand, Will Power seems to be awfully strong, especially off of turn number two. Yeah, that's where uh, Will Power has gotten those strong charges the last couple of laps. Going to have to pick it up a little bit. Joseph Newgarden, a good previous lap on lap 181. He's opened up about a five-car length advantage in three. Meanwhile, Jimmy Johnson tried to track down Renus VK. Nick, that's the battle for the fifth position. Yeah, those two have been fun to watch, really, over the last 10 to 15 minutes, uh, over the last 30 to 40 laps, as Jimmy Johnson's a lot of times been picking the outside line. He's got about two car lengths to make up for VK. That is the battle for fifth. And let's look at Pottawa Ward now, who's starting to draw a bead on Alex Pelot, but as I say that, Pelot stretches that advantage out off of turn number four. Yeah, so it's Newgarden at a turn four, your race leader, by about four car lengths over Will Power. Alex Pelot runs in third, then it is Pottawa Ward in fourth, and then you got to look about ten car lengths back, Mark. Here comes Jimmy Johnson, looking to the outside of Renus VK out of two. And again, that car has been strong to the high side all day long. He stays right there, now backs out of it just a little bit. So Renus VK, car not as comfortable to the bottom of the racetrack. That opens the door for Jimmy Johnson to the high side. Jimmy Johnson is hanging right on the right rear of Renus VK. We'll see how long he wants to mess around. He darts to the top of the racetrack and turns one and two. Renus has got the advantage, but Jimmy's still hanging tough on the outside. He's going to get right in line. Nope, he's going to go right back to the top mark into turn three. Renus VK with a strong run through one and two last time by. Jimmy Johnson comes off and forward, decides to tuck in behind him as that battle heads back to turn two. Renus VK dives right to the bottom of the racetrack in that bright orange car. The Dutchman strong charge out of turn number two. Looks like he's going to fend off another challenge from Jimmy Johnson. More on the issues involving Scott McLaughlin. He's now two laps down Michael Young in 21st. Now, unfortunately, they did not get that right rear nut on the first time he was in for the pit stop. He rode around a couple of laps. They came back in, had problems again. So, obviously, a, a bad deal for that driver here on pit lane. And, again, a good day gone bad for Scott McLaughlin. Getting ready to complete lap 188. Joseph Newgarden, Power Pillow, award the top four. VK and Johnson, the battle for fifth. Far from being settled, Nick Yeoman. They simply won't leave each other alone as they both get around the lap car of Simon Pagano. This time, Jimmy Johnson noses ahead. JJ will move up to the fifth spot, dispatching Greenus VK back to sixth. Touch on Simon Pagano briefly, Davey. What a woeful day it's been for him. He has five laps now. Yeah, just struggling around there today. I mean, just no matter what he does, where his teammate, he outqualified Elio Castaneda as his teammate. Elio's still hanging on in that 13th position, but the most impressive run so far, I really think, is Jimmy Johnson. Again, back on the ovals, back how strong he is. Been strong all day. 
Mark, I want to look at the points championship one more time. Right now with Erickson getting up and losing all that ground we got in those marbles, hasn't made it back up. Newgarden right now is only 13 points behind Erickson for this championship. Power is now 15, Plode 24, Dixon 40. So, man, we got a championship in our hands. And, oh, by the way, we have another race tomorrow. Yeah, right. It's What, what a great – it's going to be right down at the end, but I can't wait to tomorrow's race as well. This is great. And it is a bit longer, uh, that is for sure. And uh, Joseph Newgarden checking on the leader, three-tenths of a second over Will Power, below Award Johnson, the top five, VK, Dixon, Grosjean, Erickson, and Lugard, the top ten, as Joseph Newgarden's trying to shake loose from Will Power. Nick Yeoman, he's not able to do it off of turn number four. You guys mentioned 50 extra laps tomorrow, 60 laps to go right now. Joseph Newgarden catching that lap car of Colton Herta. Herta's done a really nice job all day long of getting out of the way for the leaders as he continues to struggle. Newgarden slips around Herta. Will Power will be the next one to try to put Herta another lap down. The issues for Colton Herta for those joining us late, Davey, happened on a pit stop. He's six laps down. Yeah, he's six laps down, and we know Colton, man, he's a champion. He knows how to, he knows how to, he needs to stay out of these drivers' way. His car's not right, so no sense affecting the outcome of this race. And right now, I, I think it hats off, too, to, to Grosjean. I mean, what a great job he's doing as well. He's struggling around and doesn't know these ovals. His first time here, obviously, to this Iowa Oval. And not a lot of experience, but right now, Grosjean finds himself right behind Dixon in front of his team, uh, uh, Erickson, uh, not his teammate, but Erickson, who's the points leader. Uh, let's give you a full field rundown. Joseph Newgarden is your leader. Will Power is second. Alex Below is third. Pottle Ward is fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Reedus VK is sixth. Scott Dixon, seventh. Robot Grosjean is eighth. Marcus Erickson, ninth. Christian Lungard is tenth. Graham Rahal, 11th. Callum Eilat, 12th. 13th, Elio Castro Evans. 14th, Devlin Francisco, 15th, Alexander Rossi. 16th, Jack Harvey. 17th, David Malukas. 18th, Daly. Kirkwood is 19th. A lap down, Dalton Kellett, 20th. Scott McLaughlin, two laps down and 21st. Kubasato, four laps down and 22nd. Simon Pagino is five laps down and 23rd. Colton Hurd, as we mentioned, seven laps down now in 24th position. Out of the race in 25th, Ed Carpenter. 26th. Felix Rosenquist also out of the race. Newgarden has led 154 laps. Will Power has led 23. Jimmy Johnson has led 19 since the start. Elio is plus 12. Below plus 11. Plus 10 for Johnson. Lungard and Callum Eilat. Four cautions for 33 laps. Jake Query. We're starting to get a better idea on this final stint in terms of who might be able to make it on this set of tires. I asked Taylor Kyle, who, of course, is in the era Pata Award. Award right now running in the fourth position. When I asked him, can he make it on the rest of the way on these tires, he said, yes, he will not have to come back in. So right now they feel like that mission number five machine of Pata Award is going to be good to the go here, good to go here on these last 52 laps. Now, we mentioned the great run by Jimmy Johnson today, Davey. Also, Roman Grosjean, he needed a good finish and he's poised for one here. Graham Rahal uh, is is in the top ten. His teammate Christian Lungard right behind him. He and Callum Irock running 11th and 12th. Pretty impressive day for them. Needs that run, just as you mentioned, Rahal. Uh, as they struggle with his teammate Lungard as he gets by his teammate, as you said, running 10th, 11th, and 12th of the island in that 12th position. Good runs for those guys, knowing this racetrack, how difficult it is, how that team's been struggling. 
but they they're, they're ha- have a good outcome. Now, tomorrow they didn't qualify that good for tomorrow's race, but I think they have a head start on tomorrow's race already for a good car setup. Uh, 50 laps to go and lap traffic coming into play again, Nick Yeoman, this time for Joseph Newgarden as Dalton Kellett. It's not going to be only Dalton Kellett, Mark, because they're going to catch Takuma Sato, they're going to catch Scott McLaughlin, they're going to catch Kyle Kirkwood, so things about to get interesting here in the last 50 laps. The advantage for Newgarden, still three car lengths out of turn two over Will Power. Will Power's kept it at about four tenths, and it looks like Newgarden's going to catch Kellett as they get to turn three. We thought so, but he lifts a little bit. That allows Will Powers to start to close up. And Will Power is starting to search around the racetrack. He moved to the high line in turns three and four. What does he do in turn one? He'll follow right in the tire tracks of Joseph Newgarden. Now he slides up as Newgarden starts to set up Kellett. Yeah, he set him up well, too, Nick. He got a really strong run off of turn number two. He did. He'll dart to the inside of turn number three and put Dalton Kellett another lap down. So now Will Power has to find his way around Dalton Kellett and hope, Mark, that he can do it fast enough before Alex Pillow and Pato Award catch him running in third and fourth. Yeah, that's the thing, Davey, where you catch these guys is so very important because while you're trying to keep pace with the leader, you got to worry about protecting you from the, <laughs> yeah, the assault from the guys right. behind you. Because you can lose ground so quickly. We've seen that so many times. As a matter of fact, as Newgarden and Power uh, caught up to that lap traffic, you look right behind him, Pillow and and. Potter Ward to have tightened up to them. Potter Ward right behind Pelot as he goes underneath Kellett down into turn one. He's ahead of him, but he's going to stay. Have him. Yep, he is. He's going to make it. Potter Ward has a run on Kellett. Going to go inside of him as well down into turn three. Well, he got to get a little credit for sportsmanlike driving on the part of Dalton Kellett, Davey. He didn't make it too tough for those yeah, guys. Yeah, no, driving. no. He knows where he stands. Right now, Kellett running in that 20th position. No sense fighting those leaders and just letting them go by. Puts him back in some clean racetrack to where he can, he can run clean and green. And again, as they're continuing to lap Card. Matter of fact, McLaughlin is going a lap down to the leaders. Uh, but there's no question, Nick Yeoman, that, that that issue with traffic, it was a matter of where they caught them, and that really benefited Joseph Newgarden for now. Yeah, and the good news is lap traffic is not, you know, early in the race we saw a lot of lap cars going side by side. Right now, things a little spread out. He's got about eight car lengths to make up to Takuma Sato. Ahead of Sato is Kyle Kirkwood, but right now, lap traffic playing nice. Battle for third, Mark. Looked like Pato Award just swept to the inside to get around Alex Pelos. So move Pato Award up to the third position. Yeah, and those two will have Scott McLaughlin to take on next. As a matter of fact, they've caught him into turn number two. And it looks like Pato Award's going to try to sweep around the outside of turn number two. McLaughlin gives him plenty of room. Boy, Pato Award, did he save tires for the right time? He is starting to charge. He's opened up about a nine-car length advantage over fourth place running Alex Pelot. Something unfriendly about one and two for uh, uh, the Pelot, Davey. His yeah. car really fell off the pace. Yeah, what happens down there, you know, right now we see him barely going through there and seems like he just cannot get his car to the bottom. He's stuck on that outside line and I think he has to lift to stay there and not go to that third line. So right now just lost some momentum in one and two. He's all over to the back of Scott McLaughlin put him a lap down as well. But right now can't get it done. And meanwhile, gotta watch because VK is catching him. Yeah, Renus VK indeed is catching him along with Jimmy Johnson, Nick Yeoman. So uh, some issues for Alex Below, no question as he's finding it uh, an ill-handling race car in his attempt to get around yeah, Renus VK has that car planted at the bottom of the racetrack, running in that fifth position, and he is catching that Ridgeline Lubricants bright green car of Alex Pillow into turn number one, about four car lengths. The advantage, Pillow goes all the way up to the racetrack, Mark. Here comes VK. Yeah, Renus VK has all but caught him as they cannot catch McLaughlin into turn number three. Renus VK with a strong run to the bottom of the racetrack into turn number four. Alex Pillow tries to move down to disrupt the air on Renus VK and try to hold off that 4-4. 
four car length advantage into turn number one. Pelot's going to hold on to that position mark for now. Boy, that car just does not look comfortable at all for Alex Pelot into one and two, but then now it looks like maybe the grip's going away a little bit for Rita's VK, Nick Gilman. Yep, that's a good point. As VK starting to charge, you have to wonder. Back up front, Mark, we may have a battle for second shaping up. Will Power by about two car lengths over Pato Award as they run right behind the lap car of Kyle Kirkwood. Yep, Kyle Kirkwood runs just in front of Will Power, and again, this is the battle for second. Pato fades a little bit at the exit of turn number two. They are right in the tire tracks of Kyle Kirkwood off of turn number four. And this battle takes place about a half a straightaway behind Joseph Newgarden. He's into turn one now. Will Power and Pato Award arcing into turn one as well. Award working the bottom. Will Power's moved up the racetrack. It's stabilized market about three car lengths. Yeah, for sure. Joseph Newgarden saying, mix it up, boys, because I've got a lead of 1.8 seconds. As a matter of fact, getting ready to work his way around Connor Daly. And Davey, a promising day for Connor Daly. Kind of fell by the wayside. Wow, we looked at that Connor Daly currently in that 18th position. Uh, qualified good. Talked to him earlier. As a matter of fact, talked to all three of the Ed Carpenter drivers before we the race started. They felt confident they had a good race car, but unfortunately did not go in their direction. I hate to see that. I, I thought they were going to be contenders. But, you know, Reeves VK is closest of anybody, as you say, running in that fifth position. But, boy, when it comes to Carter, uh, Carpenter and Daly, boy, they really fell off the pace. He just went a lap down, and next for him would be David Malukas, who's currently running in the 17th position. Battle for second in the tournament three. Pato Award is showing Will Power a nose. He's hanging right there on that left rear tire. He's got a good charge out of turn four. Pato Award across the start finish line mark he noses ahead of will power will power looks strong though between one and two and he's got a nose ahead of pato award as this car did not like the bottom of the racetrack at all we'll see if it likes the bottom of the racetrack between three and four that's what's going to open up for him but he's got to lift a little bit award dives it in deep will power moves down the racetrack and i think uh, pato award had to check up a little bit he'll have to regather it about two car lengths the battle for second into turn one roars back into turn number one and pato awards back to about a car length and a half but boy look how strong he is to the high side two Rockets around Will Power. The outside move for Pato Award as he uses the top side of the racetrack. Mark, as soon as he passes Will Power, he's already opened up three car lengths. Interesting to note, Davey. Will Power's car seemed to be working well to the high side between one and two. He took the bottom of the racetrack that time, and it didn't pay off for it. Didn't pay off. Just hard to get grip on that corner for Power. Looks like just the understeer or oversteer. Can't really tell. It's keeping him from really keeping his momentum up, whether he's low or high in that corner. Corner. Man, a pot award, as he said, got shot out of the canyon right by him. And he's still got quite a ways to go. Let me see. Uh, Newgarden actually has a two-and-a-half-second lead over Pato Award right now. Uh, so this time by, there will be 30 laps to go. Let's give you a full-field rundown. Newgarden, Award, Power, Polo, and VK, the top five. Jimmy Johnson, Grosjean, and Dixon through eighth. Erickson is ninth. Ray Hall is tenth. Lungard is eleventh. 12th is Callum Eilat, 13th Elio Castro Nevis, 14th Devlin DeFrancesco, 15th is Alexander Rossi. Now a lap down is 16th is Jack Harvey. All of these drivers are lap down. 17th David Malukas, 18th Connor Daly, 19th Kyle Kirkwood, 2 laps down and 20th Dalton Kellett, 3 laps down, 21st Scott McLaughlin, 4 laps down Takuma Sato, 22nd, 5 laps down Simon Pagino, 23rd, 24th is uh, Colton Herta, he is 7 laps down, Ed Carpenter, 25th out of the race, 26th, Rosenquist out. Nick Yeoman. 
Uh, Mark, I just noticed Pato Award. He has picked through the lap traffic uh, right now. He got around Connor Daly, got around David Malukas, got around Jack Harvey, and he is closing that gap down the back straightaway. New Garden's advantage, only about eight car lengths. It's down to nine-tenths of a second, Nick, as they head toward turn number three, and there's a couple of cars among them, Alexander Rossi in front of it. Yep, Elio Castroneves as well. They're going side-by-side. Side. That is the last thing that Joseph Newgarden wants to see. Pato Award still has to get around the lap car of Devlin DeFrancesco. But Newgarden, that windscreen is filled with a pair of pink cars, Mark, right in front of him in a turn three. That is the battle for the 13th position between Castro Nevis and Rossi. Meanwhile, your leader is stuck behind them as Pato Award comes on the charge, trying to get to the bottom of Devlin DeFrancesco. Award trying to desperately put Devlin DeFrancesco a lap down. He'll get to the inside. Pato Award, strong charge. No more lap cars, Mark, in front of Pato Award. He can start to put that target on the back of Joseph Newgarden's number two. Michael Young. Joseph Newgarden came on the radio, went to Tim Sidrick. What is this McLaren? He said he's coming up on the high side. He is P2. Joseph said he looks like he's on fresh tires. And then Sidrick said he's been saving. And Joseph just said copy. He worked his way around Elio Castro Nevis. Alexander Rossi is next. Did Pato Award clear Elio, Nick? Uh, he will. He'll get to the inside of him in turn three. Meanwhile, Joseph Newgarden, he gets up on that steering wheel. He'll roar around the outside of Alexander Rossi to put Rossi another lap down and just a little bit of breathing room mark over Pato Award. So uh, only 12 cars on the lead lap now, Davey. It's changed, you know. I mean, that yellow flag got more cars on the lead lap than that. But you're right. Caleb Eilat, the last car on the lead lap. Rossi Castroneves, actually, instead of Pagano, was who the fight was with. And, and, and there in that 12th, I'm sorry, 13th or 14th position, lap down. And Joseph Newgarten has opened that lead back up to 1.1 seconds over Pato Award. Power, Pelot, VK, the top five. Johnson, Grosjean, Dixon, Erickson, and Rahal, the top ten at Iowa Speedway. Uh, race number one of this doubleheader weekend and the lap starting to wind down. The tire wear starting to go away. Nick Gilman, let's look at a pretty good battle for the sixth position. Jimmy Johnson, Roman Grosjean down the back straightaway. And those elbows are getting awful wide as Roman Grosjean has come on really strong trying to get around Jimmy Johnson for that sixth position. Jimmy Johnson up on the high line. Grosjean digging hard on the bottom, Mark. He's going to nose ahead out of four. Uh, Scott Dixon is right there. And don't forget, Dixon, a championship contender. So he's interested in what's going on. Is that that three-car battle goes into turn number two. This is sixth, seventh, and eighth. Here comes Scott Dixon. Strong charge to the inside of Jimmy Johnson. That is a teammate. Johnson throws it in pretty deep on the outside mark. The teammates side-by-side side out of turn number four. The battle for seven. They stay side-by-side side as Grosjean starts to pull away. They stay side-by-side side into turn number one. And that'll allow Grosjean to check out just a little bit. Jimmy Johnson trying to work the momentum on the top side of the racetrack. Scott Dixon, though, too strong out of turn two. Move the IndyCar champ up to seven. And Nick don't look now, but much more traffic for Joseph Newgarden. He has all kind of cars lined up in front of him, and they're fast race cars, too. Yeah, the good news for Newgarden is he's got a two-lap car, making a three-lap car buffer back to Pato Award. The bad news is he's got a host of cars, but Mark, he is slicing through it like a loaf of bread. Newgarden gets around Pagano, he gets around Lungard. now he'll set his sights on Marcus Erickson. Yeah, Marcus Erickson is next, Davey, and Marcus Erickson is the last car in the lead lap, currently in 11th. Yeah, that's right, currently in 11th, getting ready to go 11th. 
lap down as we talked as Lungard gets really high in front of Pato Award as he's trying to slice through it. Erickson does not want to go a lap down, that's for sure. He's not going to make it easy on Newgarden, and, but Newgarden right now just has more speed than he does. We'll see if he could get him going down the back straightaway. Battle between the top two championship contenders right now, Nick Hillman, into turn number three. Now, there's no doubt about it. Joseph Newgarden going to the top side, trying to get around Marcus Erickson. Boy, they're both catching Dalton Kellett. They might have to check up Mark entering turn number one. And Graham Rahal is right in front of them as well, although Rahal starts to pull around a little bit. So it looks like that, that Joseph Newgarden's able to work his way around Dalton Kellett. What about Erickson? Well, he's going to try to set Erickson up here into turn number three. The good news, again, is Pato Award really struggling, Mark, to pick his way through the lap traffic. So Newgarden's got a little breathing room right on the rear wing. He'll duck to the inside of Erickson into turn one. Again, Erickson is currently running 10th. Newgarden is your leader. Award, power, below VK, the top five is Erickson and Newgarden side by side in the turn three. Yeah, you just know Marcus Erickson's not going to give Joseph Newgarden an inch, but he'll have to jump out of the throttle. Newgarden at the bottom of the racetrack. He'll sweep to the inside, and he will put the Indy 500 champion and points leader a lap down. Ten laps to go now, Davey, and Joseph Newgarden has built up a 3.2 second lead, not to mention the fact he has a lot of cars between he and second place running Pato Award. Yeah, that's the key right there. You never know what traffic's going to do, but right now he was able to slice through that traffic better than Pato Award, as you just said. Pato Award, now you got to watch out for Will Power. Is he trying to sink back in it? But he's not. He's back quite a way. As a matter of fact, about a half a lap back. And, you know, right now, Dixon and Grosjean, there's a good battle right now as well. As we mentioned, Davey, had nothing good about the body language of Joseph Newgarden, even though he was a front row starter, because points are points. And he lost two to Will Power with the field today being set for today and tomorrow. But, boy, he went back to the hauler, collected his thoughts, and he's... He's uh, been on a mission today. Yeah, I put an exclamation point on how he wants to win this race, leading 200 laps so far of the 250, only eight to go right now. And, and let's face it, uh, he's won championships before, so he knows sometimes that it's not going to go his way, but you got to keep your wits about it. That. That's right, and he's done that during this race, obviously. What a huge lead he has over a Pato Award right now as Pato just crosses the line at, oh, geez, it's 5.6 seconds yep. in power in that third spot way back behind them. But power needs to watch out because guess what? Right behind him is Alex Pelot. Shoots underneath him for that fourth spot, third spot going down in turn one. Nick Yeoman, they were side by side for a while, but did Power grab that spot back? Yeah, it looks like he did out of turn number two as he's ahead of Alex Pelot entering turn three. Another three or four car lengths back to the fifth place running car of Renus VK. Then it's Scott Dixon in sixth. He's the final car on the lead lap mark because moments ago, Roman Grosjean in seventh, Jimmy Johnson in eighth. They've both been put a lap down in this dominating performance for Joseph Newgard. Yeah, and he may not be done, Nick, because uh, there are five laps to go, and uh, Alex Pelot with a wide swing off of that uh, uh, turn off of turn number two, Davey, he had to gather it back yeah, in. Yeah, gather it back up. what they do? allowed Renus VK to get by him, and right on the back of Will Power is VK going to find a podium position. To turn one, Nick Yeoman. He's looking to the inside. Will Power running the top side of the racetrack. Renus VK might have come to life here with under five laps to go. Power's going to hold them off, Mark, into turn three. And so uh, we will have four laps to go when Joseph Dugarton crosses the line as he has done so now. 246 to 250 laps. Newgarden Award, Power VK, Alex Pillow, the top five, Davey. Renus VK's put on a show here late. He sure has. And look who Will Power has to lap to try to stretch it out for VK. That's his teammate, Connor Davey. Is Connor going to make it hard on Will Power and try to advantage his teammate? We'll see. 
We'll find out. Uh, meanwhile, we see your leader, Joseph Newgarden, and Nick Yeoman. There's no question Joseph Newgarden has had the dominant car, but his work's not done. With just a couple of laps to go, he may have some traffic to deal with. Yeah, Alex Pelot just lost another spot. He lost the final spot in the top five to his teammate, Scott Dixon. But what a message Joseph Newgarden is sending, Mark, to the Ganassi Championship counterparts. He's going to move to the inside. He's going to put Alex Pelot a lap down. Joseph Newgarden through turns three and four with about two laps to go, Mark. Uh, this race can't end fast enough for Alex Pelot. He is literally holding on for dear life as the white flag flies. Nick Gilman, Joseph Newgarden at turn number two. He led over a thousand laps here at Iowa Speedway coming into this weekend. He's going to add about 200 plus to that total. He's won here before. Joseph Newgarden into turn three. Mark James, bring him home here at Iowa. Got to jump past Ryan Hunter Ray with the most wins here. Win number four about to go in the books for Joseph Newgarden. Quinn Checkers out. He wins the IvyDeals.com 250 presented by DoorDash here at Iowa Speedway. Pottawa Ward finishes second. Will Power is third. VK Dixon complete the top five as they start the battle back to the start-finish line. About a half a lap to go, but nothing's going to change because of uh, just the fact that, Davey, these tires were just so gone. So gone, but boy, what a battle. I mean, VK almost got by Will Power at the end of this race. They all slow down now. They could really go slow. It's like almost a red flag out there. These drivers are absolutely spent. What a race they put on for all these great fans that came out for this high V event. And, uh, man, Will Power, he's the one that really did it again. He showed what he can get it, how he got to get it done. So, again, New Garden Award, Power, VK, and Dixon. The top five is only five cars finished on the lead lap here at Iowa Speedway. Two hundred fifty laps complete. Joseph Newgarden, your winner, led two hundred eight laps on the day. Pottle Award, Will Power, Breedis VK, Scott Dixon, the top five. Davey can't remember the last time we saw only five cars on the lead lap. Yeah, boy, that's a good and bad thing. It just shows how dominant those guys were, and especially Joseph Newgarden. What a run by him to to be able to have such a huge lead. Congratulations to him. But you know what? All these teams and all these drivers have a chance to work on these cars, get it better. It's even going to be better tomorrow. But boy, right now, Joseph Newgarden, he's the one that they're all going to be gunning for. Yeah, and we talked about the fact that uh, we've reached that point this season over the next three or four weeks where we think this championship chase is, uh, is going to start to settle out. If anything, it's ever tighter. Uh, Davey Erickson, uh, Marcus Erickson, finished eight today. Uh, he is now 15 points in front of Joseph Newgard. Will Power is 22 back. Joseph Newgard gains two spots, by the way. Pelos within 33. Scott Dixon is within 38. Pato Award within 59. And Scott McLaughlin with those issues on pit road with that wheel, uh, it falls to seventh now. He is 93 points back. Well, and I think that's one of those drivers you just mentioned, that one of those drivers will be our champion. I don't think eighth down will have a chance. Let's go downstairs. Uh, check out with Jake Query. Understandably, Pato Award downs a bottle of cold water getting out of the car. Boy, I'll tell you what, that final stint itself was exciting enough because it looked like you had something there and then all of a sudden I'm assuming probably those tires started to go off a little bit but what a charge. Yeah man I mean we we had to push pretty hard to get by Will and by uh, Palau. Um, I thought we had something for Joseph there but he, he was really strong today. Um, you know we're gonna have to see what we can make better for tomorrow and uh, yeah hopefully have another strong run but you know a great job for the team. Uh, Arrow, Mission, Velo, Team Chevy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go get myself some uh, some electrolyte now because I'm I'm pretty wasted. I appreciate it, Pato. Thanks. That's Pato, Pato Award. 
Yeah, and, and you can tell, boy, that's the, you, you heard him say that they are spent, maybe. Yeah, they're spent. And they get that. Oh, look forward to another 50 laps of that tomorrow, oh, that's right? right? Yeah. So forget the 250. We're going to 300 for tomorrow. So, yeah, it's going to it's gonna wear these drivers out. Podium finish for Will Power, Jake. Hey, Will Power, I can see it, man. You got out of that car, and what a run, but also at the same time, hot day, exhausting day. Take me through that 12 car and what you were able to do. Yeah, it was uh, obviously a very good run for us from... We just had to push so hard to keep guys behind on that last restart. I really hurt my rear tyre and never recovered, so I spent the whole stint just hanging on. Um, but, yeah, still stoked to finish third. The fun of the fun of this, of course, is you got to do it all again tomorrow. I mean, how much psychologically, how big a challenge is that? Yeah, I'm definitely looking to improve for tomorrow. Kind of understand the race a bit better now, so see how we can go. Good news is only two spots that Will Power could possibly even improve for tomorrow. He finishes third. Michael? We're with the winner, Joseph Newgarden, as he climbs out of his car. What a fantastic run for Joseph as he led the most amount of laps here in 2022 with 208 laps. So you surpassed Scott McLaughlin in Texas. You only had that last one or so, or last turn in Texas, but boy, you led, led darn near all of them today. Yeah, it was a good day. You know, I, I was pretty disappointed after qualifying. I felt like we had a better car um to a car to win the pole and you know we didn't get that done so i was very focused on the race and knew we had the car to to beat today and it was just about the long game you know they everyone was so aggressive on the restarts more than i thought they probably needed to be um but i was i was thinking about the long game all day with with sachi and team chevy and this this crowd i love this place this is one of my favorite tracks that we go to I like saying in downtown Des Moines or even out in Newton here when we come testing, it's, everybody's super nice. It's one of the coolest tracks in the world. So I'm so happy we got it back on the schedule. Hy-Vee has done a tremendous job uh, to try and promote this race and give people the amenities, you know, concerts. Um, they've got, you know I, know, I know they have like mobile grocery stores here and stuff. I, they've just, they've done a great job. We're, we're big fans of Hy-Vee around here and big fans of this track. So everybody that's out of town, thanks for coming. And obviously anyone from Iowa, we appreciate having you here and hope to I hope to put on a good show again tomorrow. Sure we will. Quickly, I had about 50 laps to go or so. You said, where did that McLaren come from? And Pottawa Ward was coming, but you were able to hold them off. I mean, look, the excitement was on the restarts. Those guys were pushing me way more than I thought they needed to because I knew the tire deg was going to be really high. We were going to be wearing the things out. So I was just trying to take it easy, and they were just hounding me on all those restarts. So holding them off was the key. But then I, when I saw Pato coming, I said, this guy's probably got something for us. So I tried to pick up the, the pace at that point and just get away from him. You mentioned it, fourth win here in Iowa. This place is very special to you. Very special. I, I love this track. Um, you know, it's it's been good to us. It's. I wish we could have more Iowas on the schedule. It's just m- one of my favorite places to come to, so I always appreciate racing here. Congratulations. Thank you. Joseph Newgarden, your winner at race number one here at Iowa. Uh, polls in his career, podium finishes, and four wins here at Iowa Speedway. Final word, including a full field rundown and all the statistics when we come back. Final numbers for you. 250 laps complete. Joseph Newgard, your winner. Pato Award second. Will Power third. Reeves VK is fourth. Scott Dixon fifth. Alex Below sixth. Roman Grosjean seventh. Erickson eighth. Ray Hall ninth. Lundgaard tenth. Jimmy Johnson eleventh. Twelfth. Callum Eilat. Thirteenth. Alexander Rossi. Fourteenth. David Malukas. Fifteenth. Kyle Kirkwood. Sixteenth. Elio Castro Nevis. Seventeenth. Devlin DeFrancesco. Eighteenth. Jack Harvey. Nineteenth. Connor Daly. 20th, Dalton Keller, 21st, Takuma Sato, 22nd, McLaughlin, 23rd, Pagino, Herta, 24th, Carpenter, 25th, Felix Rosenquist, 26th. There were four cautions for 33 laps, three leaders, four lead changes, Newgarden, 
led two times, 208 laps, 23 laps led for Will Power. He led on two occasions. Jimmy Johnson led once for 19 laps. The biggest movers on the day, Christian Lungard, Callum Eilat, they were both plus 10. Kyle Kirkwood plus 9. Elio Castroneves plus 9. Scott Dixon was plus 8. Davey Hamilton, a look at the points. Again, Joseph Newgarden leapfrogs over a couple of competitors. He is now just 15 back. Will Power, 22 back. Alex Pelot, 33 back. Scott Dixon, 38 back. Pato Award, 59 back. And Scott McLaughlin, 93 back. Yeah, and I think there's our championship. One of those drivers you mentioned again, or they're going to be our champion at the end of the year. I think they're the ones that have the opportunity to, to get the job done. McLaughlin's a long shot, but any of those six drivers, and tomorrow's going to tell another story as well. As we keep winding down the races, those are the ones that are, are fighting for this championship. Battle for the championship all Chevrolet today. They take four of the top five. Four of the top five, 922 points for Chevrolet, 842 for Honda. Honda's still going to fight to the end. I mean, that's not a big spread. They could get it done. But when you get four of the top five, first, second, third, and fourth, I should say four out of the top four, uh, being Chevrolet, Honda needs to step up and, and have some good rents for the rest of the season. We've already heard uh, a concert by Tim McGraw earlier today here at Iowa Speedway, setting up the stage now near the start-finish line for Florida Georgia Line. But tomorrow, the high V Salute to Farmers 300, presented by Google. The High Deals.com 250, presented by DoorDash at Iowa Speedway, has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for driving IndyCar legends. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. By Speedway, official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. Coors Light, cold as the Rockies. Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. Borgwater, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Ruoff Mortgage, for a fast mortgage process, apply online at Ruoff.com. The Children's Foundation, proud sponsor of Racing for Kids. By Hinchman Racing Uniforms, nothing fits like a henchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. By Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Our driver analyst today was Davey Hamilton in the pits, Michael Young and Jay Query. In the turns, Nick Yeoman. Our chief engineer is Rick Evans. Satellite support by Scott Brigette. Our producer is Sam Rumson with production assistance by Paul Levitt. The network director is Chris Bolley. This is Mark James. Join us again tomorrow for race number two of the High V IndyCar Weekend. Our broadcast of the High V Salute the Farmers 300 starts at 3 Eastern on most of these same stations. And remember to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen again to every NTT IndyCar Series race from this season. Proceeding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.